everyone. Welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, your co-host, Kevin Clark. Travis Vogt. Yes. That's him. I'm Matt. <laughs> That's Matt. It's all of us. It's all of us. We're all here. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit's, shit's popping off. Nothing's yeah, it's getting crazier and crazier, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that we're all here? No, it's just the, 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 world. the state of the world. Oh, God. We want to reach into the current yeah. times. Hey, at least something mildly fun happened this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? That was a, I feel like we made that the, come true with our minds. <laughs> it was one of the better Twitter nights ever. I should have feel, feel bad I showed for it to people Molly. who fell asleep. I was like, it was like right after it got it got like uh, announced. I was like, Molly, Molly, he got it, he got it, he got it. And she's like, No, that's fake. I'm like, No, it's not fake. It's not fake. I was same, so excited. The same thing happened to me because I I had just watched that video of her being like fucking Christmas and fucking kids in cages. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is this is bad. And then I was texting Travis about something, and he like goes like, oh, yeah, that thing. By the way, did you see Trump's got it? And I'm like, no, no, I was just looking at Twitter, and he like maybe has it. He's like, no, he's... <laughs> no, and it was like, it'd been like, it'd been like the three minutes, and I was like, what? This is great. This is it's good like news. He says he's got it. Who knows? Yeah. God, Who say? I hope he gets it. I yeah. hope he gets it. It was anyway, a little bit was like so uh, it was a little bit like nine eleven, <laughs> where like people except, when, except when you awesome. get told about nine eleven, you go like, oh, uh, the Pentagon blew up. I think that's how my mom put it to me when it happened. Right. And you're like, what? Shut up. Right. And then like, no, no, it really happened. No, that's like, exactly. Hold what on, let me get to a news source. Right. That's exactly what happened to me. I was like uh, at my house that I was living at the time. I was like sleeping on the couch, and like uh, the guy. Uh, my one of my roommates ran into the house and he's like screaming. It's like early in the morning, and yeah. I'm like, "Come on, man! I'm out here. You know, you know, like, I'm, you know, you know, I live. You know, I live on the couch." And he's like, "Yeah, he's going like the terrorists are blowing up the World Trade Centers," and I'm like, Jesus. "And I'm and I'm like, what? Shut up!" This guy also was like a pathological liar. Oh wow! And also, and also, that sounds like a fucking Jeez. joke. And he, and right. I saw so him like so I'm just like fucking whatever and he like turns on the TV as fast as he can I'm like we're like I'm getting my glasses on I'm looking at the blurry TV and I put my glasses on. I'm like oh shit he's not watching. this is yeah. an elaborate prank this is very weird he went through a lot of trouble for right this I'm prank. like I'm like wait did you build models and shit what's <laughs> happening this is he hired actors to do the newscast and everything yeah. amazing <laughs> you are really a liar I mean this isn't quite the same and like but you time, know what I'm gonna go on record and say it's not as bad the, as 911 yeah it's way no, it's way, way better yeah. it's way I mean better. it's way better but by the time you guys are listening to this I mean, we'll see what has happened but yeah, yeah. but right now um, by the time you, know, you guys are listening to it, to this it will be three four days three days later right and ten, ten other bizarre maybe things maybe there will be aliens what a week today has been <laughs> there's gonna be aliens yeah that, i'm predicting it 100%. right now we're gonna be like oh remember like remember a couple days remember ago when trump had coronavirus <laughs> well there's been aliens for like a whole 24 hours now <laughs> this is yeah this is a really weird episode of 24 and <laughs> yeah. we usually used to go like i wish the aliens would show up on this show i still do i can't yeah. believe they well i guess i can but robots man, at least at least awesome. robots like yeah. you know at least like a cyborg like jack is killing a guy and then it's like a cyborg he's super got, like, soldier he's got, like, and you're like what? Damn it! That's how an episode ends. Boom! 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 You know, it's like it's no, like when a, the aliens show oh, up, shit, they, get, they should get the silent countdown. <laughs> oh no! The, the somebody just died countdown. <laughs> yeah. It just just the like the green the green lights and like the spotlight goes on Jack and it's just him staring up at nothing and he goes. That's the finale. And then it's just the yes. silent countdown. <laughs> That's just the season finale that it's year. The and then the, and then they countdown. come back the next season and it's like not that good. Come on, Joel Sir, now yeah. pull it out of your ass, John Cassar and John Ca- Mar- John Cassar, you pieces. <laughs> shit <laughs> fucked it up after season five mm. yeah it was bad after season five yeah we remember we watched season five together and we were like this is the best and we were so excited yeah, for season six and it was just immediately not good i watched season this five again this year all yeah? the way through still yeah. good it's great <laughs> it's that show is uh i was describing this to someone just yesterday and that show is 
evil and great. Yeah. So the, you're gonna have to be able to yeah. hold both of those things. Did you watch that John Boy's video about about like? Yeah, Jack Bauer killing killing all those people and like the existential crisis it basically depicts in America. It's pretty fucking amazing. Where he, wow! You mean that thing where he killed all those people yeah. at the airport? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really good. It's like one of his uh, one of his pretty good episodes. The um, if you ever if you're like a young person listening to this, I don't know if we have young people who listen to this, but if you <laughs> I are, think we do. And you didn't. I like, like the thing you didn't that we really do. immerse. You weren't able to really immerse yourself in uh, post nine eleven. You know the early <laughs> yeah. the early two thousands. This is you just watch twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four two was like being. It was the like, premiere of twenty four was delayed because of because 9/11. of nine eleven because a because a plane crashes yeah. in, uh, in the first episode. Yeah, the first, first episode. episode, right? Yeah. So I always think it's the second episode, but I'm just used to how TV shows work now, right. where like nothing happens for like two or three episodes, and then you go like, oh, like episode four though, a plane crashes. But right. that was like uh, 2001, and uh, they're like, no, no, a whole bunch of shit happens in every episode yeah. of 24. It is. I would say it's not at least at the very least, 24 is not not an exciting show to watch. Sure. It it is very, it is dumb often, but yeah. the best my favorite season actually was season five. But then the new I the I loved the short season. Yeah, that was good too. Because that was because I was kind of like they this is this is the best way to do it because it was twelve episodes. Yeah, they didn't have to load it up with like they didn't have to like go like well I, we need to fill twenty four hours so I guess his daughter is in the show. Yeah, uh, it was like twelve hours, and then when they did the twenty four gag, it was like. Twelve hours later, and you're like, "That's fucking, that's great." <laughs> yeah. This is how you do it. All takes place in twenty four hours. Plus, it has that great scene where Jack Bauer is like, found out that she died. That Audrey's dead, yeah. and he's like, "There's like this long shot of him, like decide, like you're like, he's like gonna kill himself, and yeah. then he goes." Oh, gotta no, kill and these he other kills guys. everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Gotta kill everyone else instead. I like the part where, so where, where William Devane uh, he he like confronts Jack. William Devane at the end. Jack, like, I'm losing my marbles. He doesn't. He's like, I don't. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't remember that his daughter's dead. It's fucked up. <laughs> Jack, I don't remember my daughter's dead. All right, uh, so, good stuff. Sophie's watching Knots Landing right now. William, it's, she's like oh, season yeah. six, and William Devane is on it. He's like some politician. If he shows up drunk. He shows up drunk. He's like, I'm hey, what, what? If it's not slanding, then what is it? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make space for that. Go on. Uh, anyway, he's great. He's great on that. He's like, he's he's actually a politician running for. He's like, I want to lead the free world. You know, it's, uh, cool. That's that's William Devane. And then in the you know we talked about we're all Dark knocking Ni- these Devane impressions. In Dark Knight, in Dark Knight Rises, he is president. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's in that movie. And, yeah. That's right. Isn't he's, he president in uh, in Interstellar too? I think oh. he is. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah, he's. Wow. he's I think he's president. Is he? He's Nolan's president. Yeah. So Nolan would vote for. If Nolan, Nolan would vote for William Devane. Do you think he writes in William Devane on his on his ballots? Devane. He's like. Remember. He's like. I, I don't can't, know if he can vote. Is he pre- in America? I don't, I don't, like, I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting to wonder if he really is president. I know he's in it because he's like in the NASA scene where like McConaughey and the daughter go meet like Michael Caine for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know William Devane's like, like in that scene. I like the idea that if if Christopher Nolan has American citizenship, I don't know if he does or not. That he that we that, should revoke it. That he writes in that he writes in William Devane on his presidential <laughs> ballot. Like I can't I can't uh, in good conscience vote for either of these men William, William Devane Devane. <laughs> yeah, Devane it is he also yes. plays there we go and then he goes for his spot of tea he also plays Iraq, uh, President Kennedy in uh, mm-hmm. Missiles of October oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, and Martin Sheen is Babby and they both have the most fucked up insane Boston accents you've Wait, ever he heard plays in Bo- does he play Bobby in- no, he no is, Martin Sheen's Bobby uh, Devane is, Ken- is uh, Jack Jack Ken- Jack Kennedy as I Devane like to call him Devane is Jack yes yeah. oh and Martin I would assume like, Martin oh yeah, I think that we all need to uh, do that. Uh, 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 Everybody's Mayor Quimby. Like I've never seen it's that, like but cartoonish. I, only, I only know that from the joke in the Goonies when they're going through the uh, something mm. in the uh, 
Corey Feldman's like something about it's Martin Martin Sheen. They go, that's President Kennedy, you idiot. And he goes, well, he played him in he played him in a movie once. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I assume he did. I'm never gonna. I've never watched the movie. It's William Devane on the phone in that episode of Mad Men too, and they're like, is this some uh, raw Dawn Draper? <laughs> oh, I thought that was Mayor Quimby. That <laughs> was uh, who does Mayor Quimby? That's who like does a, Mayor Quimby? Uh, Harry Shearer. Is it Harry Shearer? It's got to be. Sh- wait. Castellaneta? Might be Castellaneta. I think it's Castellaneta. Okay. Anyway, it was. I always assumed it was Dan Castellaneta. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite gags on Mad Men. They're all like, "Oh, it's Bobby. It's it's President Kennedy." And no, it's not. <laughs> I think a lot of people's appreciation for that show went up a notch just from that one that scene one gag. because it's because it's early on in the show, and yeah. then someone's like, oh, "I am Kennedy," and just for a second, you're like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah. And then they all did. The show just really like, shut oh, the bed. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Molly and I are Ooh. two seasons into the Americans. Where I'm rewatching and she's watching for the first Spe- time. Speaking of Mad Men, before we, before we get off, have you guys watched that? Uh, it's actually an interesting documentary. It had it recommended to me by a few people. It's interesting subject matter or uh, whatever, but that ooh. social dilemma documentary. No, I've deliberately Netflix, not watched that. It's interesting because it's it is like you know you know it's stuff that you already know deep down. Social media is not good. Right, right, or that like you know this obsession with it. But there's this. And so it's like these nerds talking about, like, here's why it's bad. We used to work at these companies, Fucking and here's nerds. why it's bad. And you go, oh, yeah, I know you're right. Wow, that is, okay, that's actually something I didn't know. But then it has this whole, this whole like, uh, drama, family drama thing happening where it's just the kid from, the kid, the neighbor kid Wait, from. Is it, is it fictional? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then it's, and then it cuts to this family, and they're going, as, as these guys are talking about, like, the, the bad situation. So, like, here's social, a fictionalized example of what exa- they're talking of, the, of how, of how social media erodes uh-huh. this family. And it's the kid from, uh, the next door neighbor from Santa Clarita Diet, okay. and the girl from Moonrise Kingdom, and then some other actors, I don't know. But it's a whole family, and, like, all this bullshit's happening, but... It keeps cutting to the inside of, I guess, his phone, and it's oh. it's Pete from Mad Men, and there's three of him, and it's like this sci-fi, virtual sci-fi oh, set, man. and the kids like has like an avatar, and he's floating there, and they're like constantly going like, "What do we need to feed him?" And it's like them, like Pete plays like the social media going like, "We need to we need to buzz him about this." He hasn't been on his phone for a while. Let's do this. It's that's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Holy shit. It is so Who bad. Are the and, and like people that came up with this one, people had recommended the documentary to me as like going like, you know, this is interesting and this is something that and I, and I do think that it sure. is interesting. But I was but I was watching going like, why didn't they tell me? They, about nobody this told me about that. They weren't like they weren't like this. There's this, but then oh, and then also in the middle of it is the worst <laughs> the movie you've ever seen. Thing you've ever seen. It's in your so life. fucking stupid. It's, it's a glaring so omission. So I'm I'm rec- I'm like kind of recommending you watch it. It's like it's like for, not having the third that. the third like invisible bridge in the Grail Diary at the end of Last Crusade. It's like why. <laughs> Did you do that? This is really important. Come on, Dad. Dad, <laughs> knowledge. Knowledge was the treasure all along. There's some real you treasure in this week's boy. episode. Speaking yeah, of, and speaking of, of Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, and speaking of and treasure, speaking of yeah. 24. <laughs> yeah, because Chloe's in one of these. Wow, we all we tied it all. We tied it all up. This seems like this was just a bunch of rambling, but this was all scripted. It was all scripted, and we were planting seeds for the episode. People don't know throughout this whole thing. People know we're always scripted. Mm-hmm. We write these scripts. Takes really? hours. Takes hours and rehearse the rehearsal to get it to sound this natural mm-hmm. and just incoherent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're we're real pros at this. Yeah, we're great. But we're well. We, I got a long history of improv. Fuck yeah! You were a uh, Groundlings and Second City. Yep. I invented them. Yeah. Yep. If and, and you and you had a you were on a uh, <laughs> Herald Night, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's it. That's all I know about improv. That's Wait, a, what the was three it? things? I developed the whole yes and concept. That was uh, me. Uh, yes. I came up with that. Right. Uh, Del Close was uh, was your mentor. I mentored him. 
You mentored Del Close? It's really amazing. He's dead for he's been dead for years. I know, years. I know. I mean it's weird how old I am. <laughs> I don't know Del Close. I'm more of a UCB guy. Hundreds so. of years old. Uh, invented, I invented improv comedy, which is why I don't really do it so much anymore because it's boring. It's, it's so old. far away. So you're, you're still beyond it. It's played out. It is It is played out. I couldn't agree more. And, yes, it's played out. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem with yes and is you have to say more after that. You say can't more just, now. Speaking of more after that. There you go. Harrison Ford. <laughs> All of these movies feature more after that. This was suggested. This was a suggested episode. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, gl- I'm glad it was. Who, yeah. who, do we remember who suggested it? I believe it was Cody. It was Cody. Cody. Yeah. Downtown Cody Downs. Yeah. Cody <laughs> Downs of the Paradise City. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Wubba, wubba, My career's in trouble, trouble, trouble. That's trouble. a David Spade joke. It is. All right. But Yeesh. we're doing Harrison. We're doing three Harrison Ford movies. We're, call- we're taking Cody's suggestion and calling it Built Ford Tough. Built Ford Tough. I don't. I, like I don't it. know if these were the ones, the movies that he suggested, but we're doing 1997's Devil's Own, uh, and not in this order. Uh, 1988's Frantic, and uh, 2006's Firewall. I don't know. Should we do them in that order? No, we're doing them in the. You want to do them in release order? Yeah, we're doing them in release order. I think the release order. I want okay. We get to end on Firewall. That's all that matters. I, I wanted to do I Frantic mean, in the middle, but that's you find this no. Firewall. No, I'm, like wor- I'm working. I'm, I'm warming up my Harrison Ford. Fire that my wall. My gravelly Harrison we'll burn, Ford. We'll voice. burn through the middle section here. I feel like there's not much to talk. about. I don't feel like there's much to talk about with some of these, but well, whatever. Let's let's get <laughs> this, let's get this show on. Well, the I want to before we get start too far into frantic. I want to get the 800 pound bare naked lady out of the way. <laughs> Did everybody else like while you were watching this movie the entire time? I just kept thinking every scene Harrison Ford. I can't stop is, thinking is it. frantic. Yeah, like Harrison it's, Ford, I'm getting frantic. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. did have that song sort of running through my. I just head wanted. I just wanted to get. It. I wanted before we started to put everybody in my headspace and have now now that fucking song is stuck in everybody's didn't, head. Didn't enter my head once. Wow. God bless you. Yeah. I don't know anything about music, so. You've never you heard. You've never heard one week know by the bare naked ladies. No, I mean I know what you're talking about. Bare naked ladies is, don't know anything about music. It is either. the most insidious earworm ever because if I hear like Kurosawa, sometimes I'm like, oh, like Kurosawa. I'm like, Fuck that song stuck in my head now. Mm. Fucking oh. piece of it's the worst song ever. I, I don't because it has a bunch of reference. Also, like that song is very. He's like he's like uh, like Kurosawa. I make mad films. So this guy is like. I'm I I'm I make films and I'm like the best filmmaker ever. He's mm-hmm. comparing himself to Kurosawa, and then he says he doesn't make movies. Like, I I know that song, Fuck. but I don't know any of the words to it. So like you know, I that, that didn't enter my head once. I got to wow. like clean. It's a kind of amazing. You're lucky. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an amazing accomplishment <laughs> in the annals of like obnoxious music because like the the music music the regular part of the song is already really obnoxious because uh-huh. the guy's like it's <laughs> <laughs> right. That's pretty much the only part I know. And you're like, ugh, what the fuck. And then you're like, oh, you can't. This can't get any worse. And then a guy raps. Oof. A white guy raps like later. And then and you're like, oh, wow, yeah. you've outdone yourself, song. You got me. But there's and a line where, in there. And that's where the like Harrison Ford. I'm getting frantic. Yeah. And I think it's and other terrible lyrics. It, it. I don't know that he is b- frantic like Harrison Ford in this movie. <laughs> in the because I, I think I don't in the, know if that's something the, to brag about in the song. Yeah, because that's like that's a bad. That's a bad situation to be in. <laughs> the way the way Harrison Ford is in in this. I don't think you want to be in. I don't think that the situation this guy in one week the song is the same as Harrison Ford's. Situation. If you frantic. actually go back and re- I don't know what the, the situation lyrics. is in the song. So. He's, it's read, been a week since he's seen a lady. It's, I think. No, it's been one week since his wife was kidnapped in Paris uh, <laughs> by <laughs> Middle Eastern terrorists. I think or something yeah. trying to get a nuclear trigger. Yeah, that's uh that's all towards the a end crytron, of the movie. A crytron. Just just so I can. It's uh, a it's a MacGuffin. It doesn't just matter. so I can have an edit point here. <laughs> We're talking about frantic. We're awful quiet in there, babe. 
I checked in this morning with my wife. Yes. And while I was in the shower, she left the room. Yes. And she hasn't come back. And she left with the man who had called her. He had his arm around her. He could have had a gun. Like this. Here. What would you like us to do exactly? I want you to find my wife. No one will believe him. I hope you know what you're doing, Dr. Walker. Listen! And only one person in Paris can help him. My wife. What wife? My wife. She's about to lead him. You will get your wife, I will get my money, and everybody will be happy. Into a world as mysterious as she is. Stop lying to me! Now! What began as a holiday in Paris became a journey into suspense. Harrison Ford in a Roman Polanski film, Frantic. Yeah, all right, we did it. Uh, <laughs> this is a Roman Polanski movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only canceled director that uh, I am, you know, do feel bad about having, I am going to keep watching his movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, Woody Allen gets canceled. I'm like, fine. He hasn't had a good one in a while. I don't care. I, even like his Woody Allen's best movies, like I what liked fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, Matt and I are both big. Oh, Allen big, oh, big fan. Annie, Annie Hall classic is, Allen. Really? Yeah. Crimes I, and misdemeanors. I still. I mean, Annie Hall is still great. Annie Hall, yeah, still great. You and I are one of the, like some of the sole defenders of everyone says I love you. Are we? I yeah. Find, every I time I talk more, to somebody, they're people, like, "That sucks." I find that more people sucks. I talk to go like, "That's good." I mean, and now and now you have to go like, "Well, you know, right, like, yeah. Woody Allen," but they're like, "Oh yeah, I like that." Well, anyway, it's one of the only uh, Ed Norton movies I like. <laughs> I uh, I didn't didn't like this movie for a really long time. Like I've seen this probably like this is probably like the fourth time I've watched it yeah. over the years, mm-hmm. and I've always kind of found it like a little tepid, a little bit like. Eh. Uh, but uh, turns out it kind of it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I and, think this movie rules. Uh, I really really liked it this time, <laughs> and it was just because it was like I kind of knew that it was yeah. gonna be slow, and so I was like, oh, now I'm looking at all the weird stuff this movie is doing instead of being the thriller that I kept insisting it should be. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd seen it at least not all the way through. All three of these movies, I had a situation where I was watching them, going like, I've never seen this movie, and then going, oh wait, no, I think maybe I've seen part of this movie. Mm. Oh, I've seen the ending of Firewall. And, I, and like halfway through Devil's Zone, I'm like, maybe I have seen Devil's Zone. <laughs> and this one, I think I'd seen like the first 15 minutes maybe, right. but I'd never watched the whole thing. I'd only seen maybe 15 minutes of this movie when I was just switching through channels when I had cable back when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was a, and it was frantic. And then it was one of those scenes where Harrison Ford was like frantically was being ru- frantic. rummaging through a, like a suitcase or something. And I was like, sure enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's indeed frantic. It, right is, a, it is aptly titled because... Yeah. He is frantic the whole time. I think that this Even movie- though he never gets like wild, he never is like screaming and shouting it, it, and stuff. Yeah, you know but I mean? he, he never really boils over. No, that's completely. what I liked about it. No, but I it, the the thing I one of the takeaways from actually all three of these movies is my favorite Harrison Ford acting uh tick his if you call it that. Confused dumb acting. It's just just no, the, but his like bemused confused face. Right. Like people cuz you know whenever you look him up online, it's hard to find a picture of that online cuz you look him up and it's like him pointing or Finger smiling or doing uh, like a tough guy look or something. Yeah. But like it's hard to find the one, the best one and he does it in like like it's when he gets unfrozen in uh, yeah, Jedi yeah. and uh like the, uh, most of Firewall. <laughs> like he's like got this like where he's like 
he and he does it really well where you're like yeah i believe this guy is very confused yeah. and and upset about what's <laughs> happening right now i love it he doesn't he, do he it looks like actually, someone you just slapped and they're very yeah, startled about it exactly i love it i love it it's my favorite harrison ford face yeah. it's kinda... it's way better than the point i the point i think is overrated i think that the harrison ford looking you, you confused prefer, you prefer the confused face to the finger I, of doom i love it i love okay. it i don't i mean i don't love regarding henry all Oof, of it. That's uh, that's which a rough is, one. Which is the most confused Ford, I think. <laughs> I, re- I rewatched He's that. He's confused a few because ago. he got shot in the head. Yeah, I've got to watch that movie. People keep telling J. J. me. J.J. Abrams wrote that shit. I would. Oh, J.J. Abrams. It's a movie I saw when I was young. It's not. It's, it's not, not really, very good. It's not worth watching. But it's Mike Nichols directed it. And it's like, oh boy. It's, it's not tough. interesting. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like not like it's, you're not going to watch it and go like, wow, I really got that was a train wreck that I. Right. Uh, like if someone's recommending it to you, they're wrong. Yeah, it's, it's really, <laughs> it's not, really not good. Nobody's recommending it. Everybody just always goes, "Oh, regarding Henry, that doesn't." Hold I, w- up. I went through oh like that, yeah, that yeah. like la- sort of semi late Mike Nichols period, like the late '80s to the late '90s. I watched all of those about five six months ago. The other sister, uh, that's not him. <laughs> but uh, but this one this one was the worst one. Some of them are great, like Silkwood, fucking rules. You know, oh, uh, Working Girl, all that stuff is really good. But this this one is a, a rare misfire. Wow. This is what we're talking about regarding Henry here. Right. Not, Fra- not Frantic. Frantic is, not is still a, is, very good. I think, frankly, pretty underrated. It turns out. I don't feel like it was, uh, it was underrated by I, me until I rewatched it yeah, this week. Yeah, I don't feel like people really watch this movie or revisit it very often. And mm-hmm. uh, it is just like all the movies that we do on this show, except it's done by Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's like, yeah, I, it, very is technically like it is technically like slow, I guess. I Although th- I didn't ever find it boring at any I point. I think that it like is maybe a bit like... Long, I don't know. It feels like maybe there's like one or two too many mm-hmm. like uh, plot con- convolutions or something in it, but it's never boring. No, it's not like it's not too long in a way where I was like, "Geez, I'm." I, I mean, I found the other ones, the other movies that we're going to talk about, way more hard to. Pay th- they're allegedly to. more oh, exciting. Boy, oh boy! But well, this one's great. I because lo- it's like totally like Polanski doing you know Hitchcock kind of thing. It's absolutely a Hitchcock lift, and, and it's it's great. Well, because the the parts that I think would be the most maybe considered the most boring is the beginning stuff which is great where, great. where where like stuff where his wife disappears right. and he and it's long periods of him like going places and looking for her and it's very real where mm-hmm. you're like the, yeah I don't like what do you do in that situation yeah. he's in France he's he in doesn't Paris speak any he doesn't speak French he's going everywhere and people are like what are you talking about he goes to a bar and they're like a lot of people come into this bar and Sprick it's like, and talk. that's true and he runs into the weird guy from Genet's Dominique movies Dominique Pinon yeah um, but like uh, one of the weird looking guys from Genet's movies right but, right um, this movie is like one of those Hitchcock movies where, but instead of like it being kind of glamorous, right, and and cool, and it's Cary Grant being like debonair yeah, and suave, wow, wow. it's like grimy Paris in the rain, yeah, with with bums and greasy bars and crummy nightclubs and Harrison Ford who is totally out of his element and not cool, <laughs> yeah, and he's getting like grubbier and grubbier and as he's it goes just along. A, he doesn't have shoes at one point. Yeah. He's just a he's just a guy who's there. He's like a doctor who's there for yeah. a conference. He's like a, he's like essentially a nerd. Who's like, and he has no, it's like he's in no way prepared. It's, it is yeah. like North by Northwest in a way, but it's not like, in North by Northwest, there's a lot of hilarious He's a giant, scenes. like, rich man baby who is like, you know what I mean? <laughs> mother, like, I just, I'm well off. I just rewatched yeah. that I'm last not week. rich, it's well, I'm well Really off. funny. No, mother, I'm not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Not bad, yeah. I'm not drunk. I've been kidnapped. <laughs> right. Come on, mother, leave me alone. This, I'm going to have an adventure, mother. I need your help, mother. <laughs> this strikes His mother, me by totally the way, the lady that. plays his mother in that movie, I just as an aside. We looked her up because Sophie's like, she doesn't look that old. I think she's, she's three years old. Years older than yeah. him, <laughs> not old enough to be Cary Grant's mother. Uh, it was, it was a looks, different time. It was a looks, different time. He looks older than her. <laughs> mother, I'm going to be betting a woman that's 30 <laughs> years my junior. 
<laughs> and you're going to stand there and like it. Uh, but the, I mean, this We're is all a, doing great Cary Grant. This is a here. similar plot. You know, I mean, it's it's the same kind of story where mm-hmm. it's like something happens and he's involved in this by no right. uh, Just accidentally. means of his own. And he meets a mysterious lady at some point and yeah. stuff, too. The, the whole first um, half, practically, he's really stumbling around in the dark. And yeah. it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Like, it's there's not a lot of movies quite that, that really just strand a character out. He's just got nothing to go on. And the, the, the suspense all comes from, like, really, really odd twists and stuff. Like, I loved the scene where he finally thinks he's gotten, like, a solid lead. And he goes to the nightclub, and he right. starts, and that guy starts to talk to him, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're yeah, looking for the white right. lady, aren't oh, you?" And immediately, I was like, "Oh, the guy's talking about drugs." I mean, right. but but it's totally he doesn't get it. He's, he's, he's so square, but he's just like, "Yeah, I'm yeah, looking the for white the white lady, lady." Sure, yeah, yeah. And it just goes and all, and then like, and like that whole first hour builds. That's sort of like the first big peak, and then it builds to the scene where he finally finds the dead guy in the oh, apartment. My yeah. God. And that Morricone score is this really jazzy score. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Morricone yeah. score, but yeah, <clears throat> amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's what, and I guess that's what the first half of the yeah. first half is the best part of the movie. And it's not bad once uh, Emmanuel. Yeah, his wife. Polanski's uh, wife. Senior. Senior. Shows up. Like, she's, and she's, she's, she's very good in it. But it's just yeah. that, like, once she shows up, then it's kind of like, okay, now he's talking to another character. And so now it's a different kind of suspense movie but yeah. up to that point it's like ju- you're just you're sort of like you're in the dark with this guy yeah like the you know, the audience is also stranded because you're like i don't we i don't know what's going on yeah like this guy doesn't know what's going on like you see the shot from the shower where yeah, his yeah. wife That's like walks out shot and and then you see the suitcase get pulled away yeah he's like and then he leaves the like shower and the she's shower. gone he's like in the shower the camera's behind him facing the hotel yeah. room and he and she, his wife is going like yeah she's, she's like, talking i can't, like, hear, I can't you. hear you i'm in the shower and then you see, and then he's like washing his face off, and you see her walk away, and it's all this like this very slow, yeah. slow push in. And it's hard to shot. see too because there's water in the yeah, in it's the glass. Really and stuff. elegant. Stuff. I mean, that, that's the thing is that it's like it is the, you, you could someone else could do this movie, and it could just be like uh, paint by numbers, functional, like blah blah blah. But Polanski is a stylist, so you so it's like fucking amazing. And so he's got super his own. Fun he's got his own rhythms too. Oh, like, so much yeah. of this is just hangout stuff. Oh, yeah, I don't want to say it's like only like it's like him riff, ripping off Hitchcock. Yeah, it's just right. a very Hitchcockian. Premise. The premise it's, is Hitchcockian. Yeah, as hell. yeah, it's very Hitchcockian, and, and yeah. you know, but and Polanski also like, I mean, is has in his thrillers is a very Hitchcockian mm-hmm. kind of director. Where you know, they're 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 uh, him. Uh, De Palma, I put him in De Palma and, sure. and Hitchcock, like where they're like they're like obsessed with like taking the audience and, and like stringing them along, going like, eh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna fuck with you for a long time before giving you any kind of satisfaction. Yeah. You know? yeah. until he finds a dead body halfway through. That's the a movie. great scene too. Yeah, uh, they're, they're like up until that point, it could just be who know like some sort of happenstance. Well, and you don't know. Like I mean, you don't know. Yeah. You, you don't know. And you then, don't know then enough there's about, a dead body, and you're like, oh, here we go. And yeah. you don't know enough about now these we're people. Now we're in this kind of movie. Like you, you've met them, and right. they've hung out, and you, he clearly, him, his wife and him love each other. But and they've been they're in a long time marriage. But like when she disappears, you don't know that like oh his wife like knew somebody sometime right. and like left you know you don't know that she's not in on you know what i mean like right. you don't know any idea what's until going like on. the until you finally get to a point where it's like oh, okay clearly it's some guys after a thing in the other suit because there's a right. switch suitcase thing yeah. too but you also don't know like that his wife isn't somehow in on it right to a point it's true you, you, kind of, you like, sort of think that you're kind of you know, they don't make you think that specifically he, but he, you're sort of like maybe yeah everybody he, else he, keeps going like your wife might be exactly uh, there's a pretty he, he, really he kind of goes no and then at some point kind of is like i mean i don't what do i, I know about so. my wife you know I, and I, I just love that the movie doesn't really f- like mm-hmm. focus on that too much but that it does make you it's go all like, on the table because you don't know because you because you have no idea all you know is that she walked off camera and then a suitcase and gets it. like uh-huh. pulled out of the frame, 
but in the door of the frame, you know, the frame, there's a frame of the shower and then the frame of the door. And then it's yeah. so great. And then just like, and you're like, and that's the, <laughs> there's the mystery. And then he like comes back out and he's like, where'd you go, honey? Uh, anyways, I'll, I'll have this breakfast. And then like an I think hour he falls later, asleep. yeah, he falls asleep. And then he wakes up and says, that's weird. My wife still isn't here. <laughs> right. Because, mm, uh, you know, uh-oh. he assumes she like, you know, oh, well, I was in the shower. She Maybe went, she went she to, went, they're in Paris. She loves Paris. They're like, yeah. you know, right across the street from some famous building that I should probably know the name of. Yeah. The Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Paris is the, the other, the, I've, I've been there the most of any, any other like, right. big city. Mm. Yeah. Ah, Perry. It's nice. Yeah. So <laughs> Not when we were there. It was a pile of puke. I thought it was the worst I city in the world. We, were, we had a great time. It was a garbage town. We, we, we did have a great time. And the wine was terrible. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a, it's a place where you eat the finest food and it's just like what they eat there. Yeah. Anyways. It's also uh, the place where you wake up in your hostel at 6 a.m. and there's just a dude in a Speedo lying on the floor. We were frantic. A Belgian dude. <laughs> That's a whole story. <laughs> we you looked fran- like Harvey well, we, Keitel. We frantically drank all that wine and blacked out. Yeah, we drank an entire <laughs> box of wine, a huge we a, one. We did a lot of Passed frantic out. drinking that whole trip, yeah. really. <laughs> uh, something that, I, that occurred to me watching this movie, which is, is stupid, but like... There's always this this thing where like we swap suitcases like right. and now I've got the drugs or I've got the heads in the duffel bag or what have you. It's practically eight, eight it's it's practically this, this movie's practically the same plot as uh, Police Academy 5 Assignment Miami Beach. You know what? <laughs> One of the many things this movie has in common with Police Academy 5 Mission Miami Beach. Which, which Polanski also directed. Which Polanski ghost oh, directed. Yeah. Uh, but but it always I need the money. It always occurs to me that like especially this movie I think could be resolved if they just were like Hey, uh, yeah. doctor, uh, we seem to have switched bags at the airport. You, you may have noticed that you can't open because both of their both the bad guys and Harrison Ford's luggage are, are yeah. locked. Yeah. Right. So they could just go like, hey, uh, can we swap Swap that? back. You don't know we're bad guys. Right. You don't, you know. They could have just traded luggage yep. and... The, the, just get I mean, I realized then that we then we, then have, we no wouldn't have a movie. Sure, that's fine. And I'm I'm I buy the premise. You buy the bit. I'm not complaining. I just this particular movie was like, you know, this could have all just been avoided. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the, that's the premise of so many thrillers, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean that's the premise of of North by Northwest, right, yeah. which is that they're like he is mistaken for a guy who I'm not actually, actually the guy who actually doesn't okay. exist. Yeah, and then you're like, well, here's there's your, there's your movie. Get and your hands off and me. I'm these guys, guy. if you go like, I'm not that gentleman, and they'd go, oh, apologies. We we thought you were someone else. <laughs> like if they checked his fucking ID or something. If the right. if the well, the in goons, that case, though, he's 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 been mistaken for I guess, a spy. I guess, and then they're protect. But I mean, it's the same thing, you know. Like there, there's like a. I feel like in this particular yeah, yeah. situation. <laughs> There's no evidence that what the bad guys think is happening or what they need to do needs to happen. Like at least in North by Northwest, it's That's like true. he's he's being mistaken for a spy. Yeah, a spy so would the, lie about that. The bad guys lie. think he would lie. Right. In this one, they could just check the other fucking suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but they don't. They, they don't. don't. They decide to kidnap Harrison Ford's wife instead, yeah. and and then they they basically don't do anything about it. They don't like inform him about it or yeah. anything until much later. Like he has to get to, he has to go. Uh, just to, like find random clues. Well, he just yeah, go he, from place to place. He, he, go, he manages to finally track down the name of this guy, Didi. Yeah, who seems did he seems like he was involved in finding this woman named Michelle. That's during a great scene when he's ransacking the the, the uh, suitcase that he got that he got switched with. Yeah, and he pops it, he pops the thing open there. and there's just a bunch of random shit in there. There's a matchbook. <laughs> there's a matchbook and then it, it matches up also with a keychain that mm-hmm. have a blue parrot on it. And then he flips up. The whole scene is like there's these big long take where he's like picking things up. Mm-hmm. I love this kind of shit. And he's like, there's, statue, there's a statue this of liberty. There's a little tiny little statue, statue of liberty statue. statue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That little little Statue of Liberty statue <laughs> turns out important. to be very important as well. 
And uh, and then he, and it's all just like one shot. And then he finally like picks these things up, and then he flips up the matchbook, and there's a number that says DD. And you're like, oh my god, yeah. I know for that is a clue. And then yeah. he goes to that club, and that's where he meets the guy who tries to sell him the coke. And that's the that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie because yeah. he's like, you want to meet the white lady, do you? You want to meet the white lady? And he's like, yeah, she the hasn't white been lady. stepped on. She's perfectly pure. Yes, and that's yeah. This guy's a dork. He never heard the term stepped on before. But everyone else watching this movie is going, oh, it's and funny too because that, that whole progression. It's like it starts with him like he goes, you know, after he sort of leaves the hotel where he's not getting any help from like the concierge or anything like that. Yeah, no, the cops. nobody really takes him seriously. There's like, he goes, the he, bum across the street. Well, first, the he, goes, first he goes to the flower shop. Right, and they, he's like, for and, my wife, and they and like, got it, got it, got it. He's showing, he's showing the lady yeah. a picture of his wife, and she doesn't speak French or English, so she goes and talks to her boss, and her boss is like, I got, I figured out what this is, and just starts giving him a rose. <laughs> like, oh, he wants a rose for his wife. and They're, the they're, they're going to put together, they're starting to put together a bouquet of flowers. Oh, for his wife, we get it. Yeah, and then, then he goes to the bar, and he runs into the bum, <clears> and it's Dominique Pinon, and Dominique Pinon is like, well, my two friends saw her get shut, pushed into a car. He's like, right. what friends? And he's he goes through a whole rigmarole with that guy, and it just leads him from place to place to but place the, until the, he finally he actually gives finds Dominic Pinon yeah, actually, finds the clue. actually yeah. goes like I see her she uh, come out here and uh, man shove her in car yeah. oh, that's not good and then he finds her right. bracelet yeah. and it's like oh shit yeah. So now he now he's but he's getting these little pieces of evidence that mean a lot to him. But yeah. every time he brings them to like the French police or John Mahoney, the American embassy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a really this is a really funny scene where he's talking to John Mahoney and and he's like, all right, I just got to go through all these questions first, you know, just you know, check off all the boxes. But like, have you been to Paris before? He's like, yeah, on our honeymoon twenty years ago. It's like it's like sixteen years ago or something. Yeah. And I was like, maybe she met a man when you guys were here last time, and then you know she and then she came back and went off with him. She's like sixteen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that does seem unlikely. It does seem unlikely. But, but hey, anything's but, on the table at this point. Yeah. So for a lot of the movie, he he basically at a certain point just goes like, I'm not going to get any help from anybody, I'm a, and I have to do this myself. And it, and then at a certain point, he's like, it, it deliberately trying to keep like the officials out of it because mm-hmm. they're just going to fuck everything up. And once so he, he knows, and what's, so going he gets, knows what's going on. So he yeah. gets to this bar, and uh, and this is the probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie where the guy's like, okay, the white lady, the white lady, and, he, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll follow you. And they go into the bathroom. bathroom That's not good. And they go to a bathroom stall, and this guy, like... Puts uh, some coke on his coke nail and just like raises it yeah, up to Harrison he Ford. He gives him a little bump. And Harrison Ford's like, well, you can tell he's thinking, like, well, maybe if when I get through Paris, this, then yeah. I can get some answers from him. So he has to m- miserably take a bump of cocaine yeah. off of this guy's nail. Right. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And, then, and then the guy's like, all right, babe, then I'll give you this guy's, this is someone's, Dee Dee's address. Right. And then Harrison Ford runs to a sink and is like, get the coke out of my nose. Oh, no. <laughs> just like lay back He's and such a just dork. enjoy it, man. Just enjoy that coke. It's I hardly mean, stepped on. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, he is in a in, in quite a, a messed up situation. Now's not the time to party. I that, mean, yeah, that coke turns into quite a MacGuffin. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> but he goes, so he he gets the he's able to get the address, gives this guy like a hundred dollars American to, to, for Didi's address, yeah. and then he walks. He's constantly up and, having to pay, give people yeah. money. But he's well off. He's a surgeon. He's, he's fine. Off. Yeah. Not rich. Well, I'm he's well there for off. a surgeon conference order. He keeps running. Also, throughout the running gags, he's running he, to other doctors. He keeps running the as he as he's like involved in this this fucking <laughs> yeah. international intrigue. These he's other doctors are like, "Hey, it's you. Remember from the conference years ago?" And they, they and they see him. They all see him with this other woman, this right. like twenty year old lady, and going like, going like, "Oh, well, that's not your wife." <laughs> and sometimes, oh, she's he, my niece. Or sometimes whatever. he's literally chasing this twenty year old. Yeah. yeah, they're like, "What a dog." <laughs> But he he meets the big Lebowski at one point. Yep, he does. Yep. That's the same scene where he chases her out of the airport. 
Yeah, 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 he's chasing her out of the airport. He's like, hello, you bum. I remember you. You're a surgeon, you bum. And he's like, oh, condolences. Good, good to see you. Excuse me, I've got to chase this young woman. Like, there's, oh. there's all that bit with the coke oh, in, that, in, in the airport, too, because like, he's, oh, he's got the little thing of coke, and he's like, that's a drug-sniffing dog over there. And she's like, don't worry, they're not... It's so funny, yeah. and like, the, and then he finally there's that whole chase through the parking garage, and he like catches up to her and gets back in the car with her, and she's like doing the coke while they're driving down the highway, and he <laughs> snatches it out of her hands and throws it at the window. And she's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That was like five hundred dollars worth of coke." <laughs> and you're, yeah, you're like, "Hey, fuck you!" So awesome. Oh, but she I needs mean, her focus. I mean, but also, but also at the same time, like maybe he's going like, "Stop doing cocaine while I'm <laughs> while we're trying to fucking find my wife." This guy's yeah, wasting coke like, like, like he's crocodile Dundee over isn't here. Isn't a fucking time to fucking be. <laughs> Have a fucking party, lady. Coke is a performance enhancer. Okay, it's gonna help her think. But when he gets to Dee Dee's apartment, yeah, he Dee Dee's dead. Dee Dee's yeah, dead. Dee Dee's dead. And this is when, uh, and and then he's basically like posts. He's like, that. Well, okay, we're definitely we're involved in something here. He, well, he finds a, a tape there too on the answering machine. That's with right, him, with him on it. Mm-hmm. So he takes that. Yeah, he finds here hears his own voice on the machine, but he also hears Michelle's voice, who is the Roman Polanski's wife, yeah. I guess, at the time. Not to, not quite yet. They married Roman shortly Pla- thereafter. Plans- they were married the next year, I think. Yeah, Roman Polanski's wife now. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Yeah, good for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I wish him nothing but the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he like stakes <laughs> he stakes out Dee's place and waits. I mean, for he was he was fifty six. She was twenty three or whatever. Something like so, that. Yeah. You good know, good, Lord. good for him. Uh, no, not good for him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, good director though. We don't approve of what <laughs> Roman Polanski did, but we do appreciate his work as a director. Maybe uh, not pirates, but this movie not, for sure. Certainly not pirates. One of the most disgusting movies ever made. <laughs> if you ever want to watch Walter Matha pissing in some guy's bathtub while he's in it, uh, that's the movie Who for you, friends. Watch that? <laughs> and that's not even the grossest thing in that movie, which is PG. Good times. <laughs> movie that cost a fucking fortune to make too. Anyways, uh, Harrison Ford's like crouched out uh, outside Dee Dee's place, waiting for Michelle to come back, and she and, and she comes back. And she's like, "Oh no, a dead body!" And then he's like, kind of like grapples with her, and frantically, he, he frantically grapples with her. They fall down the stairs. It's pretty funny. And then eventually, they, he's she's she's afraid that he's like some sort of bad guy who's trying to kill her or something. He's like, "I'm just trying to find my wife." And they they reach an understanding. Your pretty suitcase quick. and my, my wife's suitcase. All they this, eventually all these figure out about the suitcase. She's like, oh no, not the suitcases. Yeah, they don't fuck around with it too much. And even yeah. like they like within minutes, she's like, okay, I'll help you find. Which, which is good because yeah, like, I, it could cares? it could be a whole. I'm sure we've I'm sure there's a movie I'm forgetting that we've watched where that's like whole fucking plot strung mm-hmm. out from people going like uh but I don't trust you and you're like I just fucking trust each other. Yeah. <laughs> we know what this movie's supposed to be. They're going to team up. <laughs> and at this point has he not already given the suitcase back to like the bellhop to take to the airport? Yeah. Right. But she wants to get, that's her suitcase. Right, right. Wants, I know. She, I know. And the Statue of Liberty is in there so she knows that what's she, in there. She needs it cuz she brought it back with her to to sell to the because she's getting paid by these guys paid. as a courier to bring it back. Yeah. yeah, and part of the deal is that uh, she gets her suitcase back, and he's and he, he and he's going to give her some money and stuff. She gives him well, like fifty thousand francs or hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or whatever because he's like he's like I well that's how much they were going to pay me so you pay me. Yeah, she's like you pay me instead. Then it's twenty thousand we'll francs is how much she right, keeps saying like she that. was going to get paid. Yeah, and she's like you you got to you have to pay me because yeah. <laughs> if these guys aren't going to. I mean, you know, of course, this whole time, like she doesn't. She went to pick it up. She doesn't. She was just getting paid by these guys. She, she doesn't, doesn't know, know what it is. She, she know knows it it's is. not nobody, drugs. Nobody knows what it is. She said she knows it's not drugs because yeah. she would have found those drugs <laughs> and, and taken them, yeah. or at least some She's of like, them. I would have used all those drugs. <laughs> Believe me, I'd have found the drugs. Well, that comes out because there's, there's that scene in the airport where she he's got the coke and stuff, yeah. and and she's like, no, that dog is not sniffing. Right. There's no drugs in the thing. She won't. The dog won't find us. 
It's funny. Yeah, there's a pretty there's a pretty funny part in it where because uh, because you know she's she's doesn't know whether to trust him and she also just doesn't know very much herself. Where mm-hmm. he's like, uh, he's like, what are you you're smuggling drugs? And she's like, it's not drugs. And she's like, well, what is it then? All right, it's drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's pretty great. Like, she's I, awesome. I enjoyed her. Oh, she's, she's great. She's a great it's, like Hitchcock from Patel. She's awesome. It's actually one of the things I don't like about the movie. Uh, should I just spoil oh, it? Yeah. What that she dies? Yeah. yeah. No, it, I love that. It bums it, it. But but it. I mean, I don't. I don't hate that. The I don't hate it. I didn't make me like dislike the movie necessarily. But it was like, oh, like I didn't. Yeah, it's a I, huge it, bummer. It actually bummed me out a lot. Yeah, I, I loved like, it. That sucks. I love she that. She gets. She becomes. But pretty, you like. But you like being bummed out. I guess you I just like, thought it was you like, like enjoy that. I thought it. Sucked. I thought that this <laughs> movie Sick that I maniac. thought was kind of like a fun, kind of a light no, adventure film, like, like a like a weird idiosyncratic kind of kind of like somber caper film like yeah. suddenly took this really gravity like this turn that had a lot of gravity i don't to think it. i don't think that it's not organic or it doesn't fit or whatever yeah. it just made me feel bad and then i was like well i don't like you as much in that movie. <laughs> you know it'd be like it'd be it's kind of like if in if in north by northwest right he died well she dies if yeah. she like fell off mount rushmore at the end of i would north like by north by northwest more if that go, happened and you yes go, oh, really 100 oh, okay. <laughs> i'm single again mother my favorite version mother, of you'll be happy Northwest to know i did not marry the woman i met on the train <laughs> i'm all yours yes i'm coming home no i'm not drunk <laughs> yes, my I'm favorite drunk. version of north by northwest <laughs> is a little movie called total recall oh wow <laughs> which is the same movie but way better As you know what total recall is a very good movie yes it is but the late, very good <laughs> i like north by northwest a lot too don't get me wrong <laughs> I only bring up North by Northwest because it's the well, it's it, very this, much this movie. Very this much movie, our this generation's movie the, Cary Grant. This yeah. movie is the same, the same sort of. It has the same structure. Yeah, but uh, but it does it it did bu- bum me out it. But uh, she's she's fucking great in this movie. Yeah, because she gets to she like and, starts out as just this sort of like uh, you know coke snorting party girl who's just kind of like mm-hmm. I can't can't even like yeah. have keys to her own apartment and has to like break into her. <laughs> well, own no, place. no, no, she's no. A mess. She breaks into her apartment. She's like, my roommate is in Bangkok and I don't have my keys. And you know where my keys are because uh-huh. it's her her keys oh, are on the right. pair they're of keychain. The, they're in the right, keychain, right, right, right. <laughs> which is a really she's so funny in this. And but she's just sort of a mess. And by the end of it, she's like doing. She's like yeah. a, she's heroic. Yeah, yeah. She has and doing it all for like basically heroic purposes. She might maybe is in love with Harrison Ford or something. Yeah. There's a pretty weird scene where the she like scene? sexy dances. Yeah. Oh, that scene is so good, time. and he is like totally breaking down. It's he doesn't very, know what to do. It's very long, and you're kind of like part of talk part about of, that confused Harrison Ford face. Yeah. That scene is good. That scene is. But good. then he just like holds her. Yeah, that scene is good, but it also is almost like a meta scene where you're like, is Ro- did Roman Polanski not edit this scene down because it's he's really like, long. I am hot for this lady. No, is think, she not sexy? Is she not sexy? She Look at her sexy. Go. I mean, it works in the movie, but also yeah. also I was, Dance thinking, on I was him. thinking like, mm, I see what he's doing. Dance on him, honey. <laughs> Keep dancing. He's still shooting. Rub your bonds on her. <laughs> Don't stop writhing around on Harrison Ford's groin. I think there's always an element of, of, of what she's trying to do where she, she sort of thinks that she might be able to seduce him and take more control of the situation. And and like the reason that she can't is because he's so vulnerable that he can't he can't process it at all. He, at no point does he make an attempt to like sleep with her. You know what no, I mean? No, I love yeah. it. In another movie, you feel like there would be a legit sex scene between them, and he like betrays his wife and sleeps with this girl, but he had to do it. You know, but he, it, oh, that, to be like to feel like maybe he needed to, these, needed to do it to get the information or something, or just because it would be super weird if Harrison Ford got yeah. horny in the middle of this. But that just happens. Like, hey, in these that movies. happens in plenty of these shitty movies, though. Yeah, that where's, happens. Where's in these someone's looking the for their wife? Yes, really. Oh my god. I mean, just like it's like in this. There are sexy tons of bad thrillers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we, I, I guarantee there's something with a little hair. I guarantee there's something we've watched where it's like, yeah, well, you know, and and you're supposed to just go like, yeah, well, come on, you know. But Harrison Ford is great. Like he doesn't, and I love that. That's not part of it. Is like this that there's there's no there's no 
tragic. Romance. He's practically crying in that scene. It's so yeah. good. There's a scene. There's like some of the hair. I don't know if we, I don't know if we've pointed it out, but Harrison Ford is fucking great. He's great in this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this is at that scene. weird period where he was making shit like this and Mosquito Coast. He's working and, with Peter Weir. Yeah. He's working with. Uh, yeah. wanted the, he wanted that Oscar, and it never it never happened for but him. I just th- yeah. I think that like that's maybe that's maybe part of it, but it's also just that like Harrison Ford is one of those guys. I think is his like career is. A little underrated because mm-hmm. he's so big in some of these, in you know, in Star Wars and, sure. and Joneses, and then you know, with a like action stuff that's like for the most part mediocre. Yeah, uh, but like he's he's a guy. But then who's you get a- six days, seven nights, and it's like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> My God, what a revelation! But, yeah. he's, but I mean, he, we we briefly mentioned Working Girl. Yeah, oh, like, stuff great. like that. Like, yeah. and he's and he's like not even the star of that, but no. he's it's like he's like the you know like oh i think this is a fun you know harrison ford is a fun actor mm-hmm. especially in the 80s there there's yeah. like a whole bunch of stuff you have mosquito coast this and Witness. i love i love him in this he's so he's yeah. like that scene where he's calling his kids oh, oh dude that good. was so good that's like that's a fucking he's got to tell him that his did like, mom's okay a, did he even get an academy award nomination for this i, I don't remember he didn't. i don't remember. it is it is incredible because he's like not keeping it together he's trying his damnedest to keep it together while he's talking to his children mm-hmm. yeah. this is probably what three quarters of the way through the movie like a lot of shit's gone down yeah well, I, and he's yeah. now his kids are going like hi dad and he's just like oh yeah well your mother's fine yeah and it's just like he's just whoa harrison's really amazing harrison ford is one of those guys one of those actors that in all three of these movies actually even though the other two aren't as good but he's one of those actors that like you he is in a ridiculous situation and you still kind of believe he's a real guy. Like mm-hmm. that scene on the roof? Yeah. Oh, my this, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I mean, he, that's why Indiana Jones is so popular, is mm-hmm. because, like, you watch those movies and you kind of go, like, this guy is, like, a handsome hero or whatever, but also... He seems he seems as bemused about what's going on as we do. Well, he's always, <laughs> and like, he's he's always so, putting it together right in the moment. <laughs> like I mean, that's why that's the, the opening scene of, of Indiana Jones is like what made him a star, because and not because he's like action man running from a boulder. It's because he's as worried as we are right. about this fucking thing. Like, how is this happening to me now? He has yeah. the, he does like, that sort he does, of he says Star Wars too. grin that he yeah. does that indi- that says so much. It's like, yeah. yeah, I know this is crazy for me too. Like it's like <laughs> it's, all is so much in that. And, and, it's I less mean, that he feels like the guy who could like use his whip to swing over a gap. He seems more like the guy who would try to use his whip to swing over the gap and miss. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's why Harrison Ford's famous. Yeah. And that's what he's great. That's what's great about him in this too is that you be- you buy him. Yeah. That whole opening sequence with him and his wife, you it sets up everything you need to know. You go like these these people are an old older couple who's in love. Harrison Ford plays a doctor in this. He is not going to be swinging across a chasm on yeah. a whip. And then of, and of course in the movie he ends up on a roof and you're like, "Well, here he is." That's, and you're like, "Fuck, how did this happen?" And he's like, "Fuck, how did this happen?" That's like the coolest thing about the movie is that like in another in the Hitchcock version of this, he would get cool. Right. You know what I mean? And right. in, and, and that just never, ever happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rooftop yeah. scene is really amazing because it's almost, it's basically comedic. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, it's like a pitched rooftop and he's trying to, and he's trying to walk on this pitched rooftop with his loafers on yeah. mm-hmm. and he slips and drops his. his and, the, and the bad the, guys are, are down in the apartment with the girl. Yeah, they're down in the apartment. They're about to start slapping the girl around and shit. This this whole sequence is fucking fantastic. Yeah. This, is and this, so he, end, this ends with him in the bed. Yeah, right? this is when yes. they open up the door. So yeah, good. but he like he's falling on the roof, and then the suitcase like pops open, and all the shit in the suitcase goes everywhere. The Statue of Liberty that's very like important hanging off is the hanging roof. off the side of the of the roof, and he's hanging under this antenna, yeah. and his like shoes have fallen off, and he's just it's just like it's a fucking mess. It's awesome. And then he has to go down into the, well, the, no, the, then it cuts to back in the apartment because he makes noise, and the two guys like, in the apartment are like, that? "Did you check the other oh, room?" Yes, and crucial. then they they go and check the other 
other room and open it, and he's there, naked, in the bed, and he's like, hey, baby, what's going on? Who the fuck are these what's guys? What's going on? I just woke up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he's, like, naked because he got undressed. He's totally he's naked. And he's just, and the guys start to, the, the two bad guys start to, like, hassle him, and he's like, hey, fuck you. I'm an American. I'm crazy. <laughs> And then, and then they hit him over the head anyway. No, the, guy, him, the, guy the guy kicks knocks, him in the face. Yeah. The guy knocks him out. Yeah. The guy kicks him in the face yeah. while he's naked holding a teddy bear over his dick. <laughs> and this is a thing that happens in a movie. I love the next to shot. Harrison Ford. To Harrison Ford. He wakes up on the boat. Yeah. And the, the, statue of, the Statue of Liberty, the smaller one that's in Paris, is out the window. Yeah, so yeah. He, and it's upside down because his, his head's upside down. I love the way that it cross cuts to those things. Ah, oh, so cool. I do. I do want to point out before we get past it though. But during this scene where Harrison Ford's on the roof and uh, he he comes through like a skylight or something, and then the uh, the the thugs or whoever hear mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then and this is when he's hiding, and the thugs go to see what it was, and they see that an empty window and two pigeons fucking in it. <laughs> <laughs> there are pigeons fucking in the window, and they're like, "Oh, it was just pigeons fucking, eh?" Ah, Paris. Ah, Paris. City of love. And it turns out those guys aren't even technically really the bad guys. No, I think that some people, some of them are Mossad, and well, some the, of them are those two guys. Like FBI. Are, those two guys yeah. might be working for the CIA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That shit. That that shit was but like. It doesn't matter. That shit was. So, yeah. That was, shit, that was the shit that in the movie that I was like, I don't. Yeah. As far it as was, we're they, concerned, they try, they're bad I think guys. They, I think there is some exposition where it's like, you know, and then this and this, but very little, and it's mostly like. But I felt like I was like, okay, I don't know. There's bad guys after this yeah, yeah. guy. All I care. All you care about is like him and her. Their relationship and them f- and him and him finding like figuring out what's going yeah. on like you're in it with him the whole movie, yeah. But you don't I don't care you know you, you once he figures out like these guys might be CIA it doesn't fu- it doesn't matter to Harrison Ford yeah so it doesn't matter to the audience because it ultimately he's like I don't care who who I'm supposed to give this thing to yeah I just whoever I have to give it to and get my wife back that's all I care about yeah. It's right. It's right around here that they actually figure out what it is, like where that 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 thing is in the statue. Well, because then right? afterwards yeah. they go back up on the roof, and then there's the whole kind of yeah. scene she where almost she, falls. She off almost the roof. falls, and the the thing falls and breaks, breaks open. open, and she, you know, they like yeah. they see classic like, what, stuff. He goes, "What is this?" She's like, "I don't know." And then it is a weird. It's just a weird black device, and you're Some like, "Wires on it." You're like, oh, it has no, the, nobody knows. It has what the it little is. radioactive symbol on. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good. No, it also has. But it's not big enough to be a nuke. It also has the initials of Rowan Polanski and the co-writer. Does, Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> Aww, that's very cute. <laughs> All right. It's called a Crytron. Yeah, um, sure. and, uh, it doesn't matter. It's a, tr- it's a trigger. <laughs> well, it comes up because like they sh- they take it to they take no, it know, to John Mahoney, and they're like, "Do you know what a Crytron is?" And he's like, "No." And then right. they go, "Well, it's a nuclear trigger." Like, first of all, you wouldn't tell this guy that shit. <laughs> no. But uh, that that I mean, that's what I mean that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Is that it's that's the part of the movie where you're like, yeah. it doesn't it's a literal MacGuffin. It literally doesn't matter what, what the it thing is. is. It's I like, like it's like it's a weird looking thing with a nuclear symbol on it. That's almost enough. I don't think it needs because then it is. I think well, well, if they get it, then they're gonna set off a nuke or something. And you're right, kind of right. like, I don't know that we need to care. We know that it, probably these guys are gonna get this thing and do something bad. What's with it. What's interesting is that it, no matter when you find out what it is, even if it doesn't matter, like now that you know that this thing has right. potential, really heavy destructive capabilities you don't care who gets it still right you know what i mean you're like well like, yeah but i just want to know if he's going to get his fucking wife back the movie right. is, it does not is not taking sides as far as the no, people looking for this device not at all. It does not care uh if the americans well, get it yeah. the israelis i really because well, everybody's because because everybody's against him yeah like yes. even mahoney in the they're american all, 
embassy guys are shitty. They're all antagonists as far as we're concerned. They're not good. I like, like that. They're, they're also not going to help him get his wife back. No, no. they don't give a the shit. Thing. Like Mahoney's not going to help him do that. I like the John part Mahoney in. Uh, I like the part in that scene where after everybody's figured out what it is, and like Mahoney is like looking wide-eyed at the at the little device the whole time. The girl is like uh, Michelle is like, you know, I haven't been paid for this shit, so technically it still belongs to me. Oh, yeah, that's a great scene. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great because she, she grabs it and it falls on the floor, and then they all go after it. Temple of Doom. She hoses all of them. them with pepper spray, and then she grabs Harrison Ford. And is like, let's go. Yeah, that's pretty, and I love that's it too because really then he's like, he, they're like, he, she like putting eye drops in his uh-huh. eyes, and he's like not mad. There's yeah, like, yeah. there's not a scene where he's like, why did you pepper spray me? He's kind of like, he's kind of like, I get it. And she because she took him with her. She's yeah. like, he's like, look, we're we're in this together. Those guys are clearly right. not on anybody's side. She's they're really, not on our she's side. really just decided, just I think from hanging around with this guy and seeing how genuine his situation is, that she's just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to help this guy. Yeah. I'm going to do what I can to help this guy. It's pretty cool. She, she's the one who has, I think, the most, the, the biggest like sort of character arc in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. More, I mean, his he he does he like I think he like learns to become be, be I mean he doesn't become cool, but he does become more of a hero. You know that scene. The, he part, would, the, the guy at the beginning of the movie would have never done the thing where he. Goes into her room and gets naked right, to right, like, trick yeah. these bad guys. It's you know, cool. like it's at that point of the movie, like you're like, oh, this is a different guy. Like he's he's beca- he becomes a guy who's like, okay, I I have to I have to do something I have here. to be the part now. I yeah. have to try and be like this kind of guy. There are also but, m- moments throughout the movie when, when it's during in the midst of this incredibly intense, like probably worst experience of this guy's life, where he gets a clue mm-hmm. and he finds out what he's and he knows what he needs to do next, and he smiles because he's like kind of you know he's like this is kind of fun. <laughs> Like this is fun for me too, sort of. Well, yeah, if we a, can set aside, you know, all the shit movie. that's happening, yeah, yeah. it's exci- it is exciting. <laughs> it's it's fucking neat. I don't know. I, uh, I, really I mean, that's it. why I'm so bummed at the end when like yeah, you know, and then it's then all it's, the all the all the fumbling for the mm-hmm. thing, and then she and then the guy's dying, and of course shoots off a shot, and she, you know you, you that don't shot see her, is so you cool. Don't see her, but you see her like foot, you like, see her tremble a little bit, stumble, and, and her shoe cut, falls off. Yeah. And stuff. Also, there's a scene before that reminded me of the what people say about. Uh, Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. Oh yeah, there's, a scene, there's scenes where she's running with Harrison Ford. Yeah, how like Ginger Rogers is, is actually better than heels. Yeah, she's got to do it backwards in heels. And I was like, I was like, eh, this lady's running as fast as Harrison Ford <laughs> down <laughs> these fucking cobblestone Paris streets, and she's, she's as fast as he is. Yeah, I mean, sure, he's an action hero, but she's in the movie almost as much as he is in every scene. Is them running <laughs> somewhere, yeah. running around, spraying cops with pepper spray and shit, like driving cars and he shit. He can't just spray that stuff on like one guy in a closed room. No. Everybody got pepper Everyone's sprayed in that whole restaurant. That. that restaurant's closed for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, they deserved for it. Sure. <laughs> they had it coming. It's the true. bourgeois. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, so, and there's there's one abortive attempt for them to, to like trade do off the exchange tra- in the, the parking exchange, garage. It goes disastrously. Yeah, yeah. and then he, and then he takes the power back. Oh, that that fuck- scene though where like in the parking garage is really intense. The way she jumps onto the back of the car and climbs in through the shattered rear window. Well, he's so awesome. Also, also, then it like cuts outside, and he's they're like she's holding the dead guy who was the yeah. driver's head up, and her as Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford is steering in the passenger and stepping seat, on the gas, steering and driving the car, and so they're just making it look like this dead guy is it's still fine. alive. Yeah, it's fine. We're just driving down the street. Don't worry. And then they just ditch the car with the dead guy in it on the street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. rad. It's, it's really rad. amazing. Yeah. Like, it, like the chaos really spirals effectively in it, and and then they this it, it, it is very close to the end, and then he just goes, "Look, we're gonna do another exchange, and I'm, I'm gonna way. choose the place." And then and this is where it all kind of like goes down. Harrison Ford fights a guy. Uh, you get some classic Harrison Ford writhing around on the ground with a guy. Yeah. 
and being intense, and well, then the two, the, the and then two the dude, thugs show up, and then the Arab guys are also there shooting at each other. Yeah, it's it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. So that's the thing; they're all shooting each other, and like the the girl uh, gets our heroes are kind of caught in yeah. the middle at this point. They're like they it's sort of not their fight anymore. They yeah, already, except the Harrison one guy, Ford's wife has already been pushed over to his side. Yeah, yeah. But she I think had, they she also had nothing to do with anything; yeah. just a total innocent victim. But she doesn't appear to have been like tortured or anything. No, she's no. just sort of like, oh, good. I'm they back. also don't want the. I mean, they also partially, partly don't want these guys to get this a little bit. But also, doesn't she just want to? Isn't she just like somebody needs to pay me at some? Point? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I want to get paid because she keeps getting a hold of it, yeah. and then uh, eventually she gets killed. She well, she gets caught, caught in the crossfire, and then Harrison Ford is like frantically trying to save her life. He's frantic. Yeah, yeah he's frantic. <laughs> He can't. He's a, he's <laughs> a surgeon, really and there's a, there's a part when it's him and his wife. It's interestingly enough, the Michelle and his wife are both wearing similar red dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100%. an interesting detail. It's great. And uh, but uh, they're Probably both they're both like <laughs> yeah, you know how you know how exacting Plansky can be. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both they're both over her body and uh yeah. she's like on her way out and Harrison Ford kind of like pulls up a part of her dress or her shirt or something to reveal the wound and his wife goes oh yeah. and it's like you're not helping right <laughs> hey lady come and on and she slips a little device into Harrison Ford's pocket because she'd ended up with it after yeah. the fracas yeah so she didn't and she slips it into his pocket and then uh everybody's like all right well you did a good job there now give us the give device a, give us the thing because the, the two uh Arab guys are dead yep. and then the other guys are like hi we're with the cia or something maybe yeah. anyway give us the thing and he is throws and it in the at river. that point he's just mad yeah because yep. like because like this girl got killed unnecessarily yep. so he, th- he chucks it in the river she goes don't she goes don't leave me alone before she dies oh. yeah it was i mean it, again again yeah, i it's think sad. it's i think it's great but it just bummed me out it made yeah. it was like ah Damn it! Because also she's like you know a kid, yeah. <laughs> essentially, and you're like, it's, it's real, ah, it's real sad. I and love she's, it. she's and dating also, Roman Polanski, so yeah. yeah. And also, she, you know, <laughs> she's, uh, okay. well, she's <laughs> yeah, no, no. Good point. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I'm not mad. No, 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 I know. no one's mad. <laughs> I mean, I meant the character in the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, she's I was, probably. I was trying probably to keep. 20. I was trying to keep the real world out of it. But yeah. <laughs> um, she's probably twenty. Yeah, it's very, it's very sad. It's not like quite. It's not blowout level uh, sad, but it's no, really, really no, because I mean, blowout. It's like the he he. Set, he, he set her up to do that and right. then yeah. d- didn't save her. In this one, it's just that she got caught in the crossfire yeah. of a thing that wasn't really... Of a real clusterfuck. Yeah, you know, it was yeah, a whole clusterfuck. Everything got a little too frantic. And, the, and this she is just a, another another uh, win column for for the movie Frantic. He throws the thing in the river, they walk away, the end. That's mm-hmm. it. No, yeah. it's not quite the end. Because the, the first thing... They, well, they carry they, her. They pick, he picks her up. He picks yeah. her up. They get in, And then they get in their car... They get in a cab or something, him and his wife, and he like kind of breaks down. He's like, baby, I love you so much. Yeah. And then the last shot of the movie, last two shots are a shot we've seen before. At the beginning of the movie, when they're coming in from the airport, they get stuck in a traffic jam because of a garbage truck. Hmm. Right. That's stopping all these traffic, all this traffic in their lane Well, because it's picking up garbage cans and like, you yeah. know, the, the machine is like moving them into the back of the right. truck. And that shot happens again, and that truck now finishes what it's doing and drives moves on, off. drives off, and then they go forward. And then the last shot of the movie is this insane crane shot yeah, yeah. up, up, up a Paris street, and it's just like time stopped for them. This thing happened, and now our lives are going to start up again. <laughs> wow! And that girl's dead. Yeah, and someone's dead. <laughs> it's great. A, perfe- I mean, a perfectly charming. A bunch lady of other uh, other people are also dead, but only only one person. I we care honestly about. think that those last two beats with him and his wife in the car and the garbage truck make. The, that make her death so much more powerful than it would have been is just like oh it's a bummer or something like that. It's like it's like this weird interlude that's taken them out of time and then put them back in and here's what it cost 
only we know all that stuff. Yeah. It's just really cool. I just love it. It's a nice touch because I was watching the movie and I'd really enjoyed it. And I was like, that's a weird thing to end on is this garbage truck. And then it took me a while to realize that it was mm. something that happened at the beginning re- of the I movie. I didn't remember the beginning of the movie. So just a weird By the time touch. we got the end, I'd been through so much. I didn't remember <laughs> what happened at <laughs> yeah. the beginning. <laughs> it's a nice touch. It reminded me very much of the end of Ghost Rider, which is another terrific Roman Polanski thriller. <laughs> Not the, you, not the kids show. Like, I thought you said Ghost Rider. No, no, no. And I was like, bet. I hate to break it wow. to you. Roman Polanski did not direct no, no, Ghost Rider. No, no, the one with Pierce Brosnan and Ewan McCracken. Right, right. And that has that really great last shot, too, where like Ewan McGregor gets gets killed at the end, and it's just like the, sh- the, the pages from his manuscript right. in the street. Wow. You know? Polanski wow. did direct Ghost Rider, too, Pick of Destiny. Yeah. Uh, it's a fucking great movie, really. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I think maybe people should watch this movie if if you can, you know, justify it yourself. I think <laughs> it's great. That's a problem for you. I think it's one of his yeah. most underappreciated movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, got I, a, I would say so for sure. Couple fun lines. I mean, Ford. Everything Ford does in this movie is great. It's a really good performance. Uh, but this part, this part when he's naked and pretending to be like a, yeah. a, a American jackass is outstanding. And this is what he says uh, when they're like, "We're just going to ask your girlfriend a few questions." He goes, "You're not. A, you're not asking her to jack shit, man." <laughs> 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 and he's point. I think he's doing the point because don't they right. go? Don't they go? He's an American. He might be crazy. And he's like, "You're right. I'm American. I am crazy." <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then uh, at a certain point, this is like right towards the end, and he's like talking on the phone. I think maybe with the Americans again. And John Mahoney's really jerking him around. He's like, "I'll put you on hold." And <laughs> okay, back to you again. And uh, okay, so how do you spell? Um, he's he's like giving names or for something for him to track. And he's like, he's like, the name is. Maybe Day Day, I think. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just D-D, say Day Day. And he's like, it's Day Day. And she's like, how do you spell that? And he goes, how do you spell it? With an S for shithead. <laughs> he hangs <laughs> up and storms away. It's awesome. Yeah, there's some good. There's Harrison Ford is great in this movie. I don't know. I think it's underrated. Harrison. It's underrated for a lot of reasons. Perform- I mean, I had underrated it for a long time. I had always thought of this movie as being pretty dull. But well, speaking I of, was wrong. Speaking of which, ratings. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this four Judds. Nice. I'm going to give it two Douglases. Yeah. It's not super sleazy, but it is very sexy. A lot of sexy dancing. It, it, it's, yeah. yeah. She she strips in front of him at one point and he like shuts the door. I, so lo- I love that. That was some, yeah, really that was something classic. that I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's a great moment. Cuz it's it's cuz it's cuz his that's the whole thing is that you watch this kind of thriller like Matt was saying it's the ki- the thing where it's like oh and then he meets this young lady and then they have a thing while he's trying to find his wife or whatever, you know. Yeah. But it's like but that never he like at no point is like I'm. I mean, he he he. I'm sure he thinks she's hot. That's right. probably and why he he's closing the door. Is like not not now. But also, None but also, for me. But, but also, I think he's actually like protecting he's, her modesty. Yeah. And at the same oh, time, at gallant. same time, he's like a dad and stuff. Yeah. And he, I think he, it's like this guy going like, I'm not going to. This is mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And like the from her end, she's probably doing that a because it's a different culture. B on purpose because that's the kind of control that she has over any situation. That's what she's got as a tool. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think I think a though more is that yeah. it's just like she. But, I honestly it, think this girl is just like. I'm, she, yeah, she, she doesn't she, care. She, it didn't. It wouldn't matter but if there were comes, like five guys in the but bathroom. But it comes She'd up. Like, it comes up again in the dance scene. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's later in the movie after she's like kind yeah. of, I think, like into this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Two two Juds. Uh. And I'm gonna give it. Uh. Let's see. I'm gonna give it five hundred dollars worth of perfectly good coke. Five hundred dollars worth of perfectly good coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You really. What a waste. That's the that's the saddest part of the whole movie. Yeah. When he throws her coke out of the window. <laughs> no, it's his coke, really. This was that wasn't stepped on at all. God, it's the white it. was the white lady. <laughs> this is hardly cut. Um, I'm, I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm giving it four. 
I think it's just a really good movie. I don't have any many complaints with it. Mm. And it, like it kind of, it, yeah, it's it's just great at the beginning because it's you kind of have this. It's it's very slow, but it's also you have this sense of dread over the early stuff. And and then Harrison Ford is fantastic. The Roman Polanski's girlfriend is fantastic. But, David, Ford Hiddleston. David Hiddleston's fantastic. Uh, four Doug, four, four Judds. I'm, I'm going to give <laughs> sure. it two, uh, two Douglases. Just you know, sexy dancing. She's she's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Roman Polanski's <laughs> girlfriend is really hot. Uh, and then I'm going to give it ten minutes worth of ten minutes of sexy dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well all, worth it. it I don't it know if it's really quite ten minutes, on. but it's all, it's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe she's still doing this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Four. I don't know, four. I would. I five if it didn't remind me of uh, that uh, goddamn bare naked lady song. The whole movie, <laughs> oh, but uh, but f- f- but four. Yeah, uh, I'll go two. I think it's it's again. It's not sleazy. Unanimous. Really, but yeah, yeah. We're so far we're in agreement. I think so, I think it's I think it's two two Douglases because it isn't like, but it is sort of like. A little, it's like, erotic. gross. To, like, it's sort of like, ah, this guy this guy is lost in this world. He doesn't, you know, it's got some weird... It, there's grit. some, uh, there's some, some uncomfortable stuff throughout it, but, you yeah. know, and, he's, and there's a scene where Harrison Ford's, like, naked holding a teddy bear over his dick. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, which, is, which is mostly funny, but also, like, come on. Yeah. Bump it up a, yeah. a Douglas for that. Uh, and I'm giving it, uh, I'm giving it one... One dead, one dead driver. Mm, yeah, because <laughs> that scene actually made it's me laugh funny. out loud. I like laughed out loud and pointed at the screen. I think when that <laughs> happened, because because it's just a shot. He comes around the corner and it's just she's like holding his head yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and Ford is like leaning over, like driving the car. And I was like, Haha, this is fucking great. <laughs> I think is maybe what I said. I was watching it by myself too, so you know that's. Fun. All right, so that's the end of the good movie portion of the podcast. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> a fi- a finally, a reappearance of the director, Alan Pakula, who was yeah, an early, in early... Our second, second episode. Second episode. You, you guys might... You guys are going to have to maybe do some heavy lifting on this one because I was barely able to pay attention to most of this movie. <laughs> well, it's very boring. However, I watched this movie when we did the Pakula episode uh, just, just because. Fun. And then I realized that I needed to rewatch it again. Yeah. So I've seen this now twice in two years. Good. So mm-hmm. hopefully my memory of it is okay, but let me tell you, it's already partly gone. Well, it's not much, but it's dry and it's warm. Right. How you fixed for work? I'll start tomorrow. Good. Very decent of you to put me up like this. Well, Roy, welcome to America. So, don't you think it's lovely here? You're from Belfast? Aye. He was welcomed into their family. Mom said dinner's ready. That's a lovely dress you have on there. Are you married? And trusted as a friend. <laughs> but something in his past. Do you ever feel guilty about it? Has brought the danger home. Hey! Sheila, get out! Get out! Ah! You stay right where you are, man. Who are you? Did you bring this into my house? I need that money, Tom. What's all that money for that you hid in my basement? I <laughs> and it's not. And here's the thing: it's not. It's not, it's not even, a terrible. It's movie. not even the worst movie or anything. It's not awful. It's just like it's peak. Uh, for me, it was like peak that kind of '90s prestige movie uh-huh. sort of where you're like. This is about this is about stuff, but also sort of a thriller. But also neither of those things are, uh, are good at all. <laughs> I. I'm not going to say that I'm recommending this to people or anything, but I thought it was kind of a treat, mm-hmm. mostly because of Brad Pitt's accent, Ooh, which I thought boy. was so fucking funny. So and bad. there's a lot of it. 
It's not like they're giving us only small amounts of Brad Pitt no. with his god awful accent. Oh, it's I, really I'm amazing. Irish. There, was a, there was a part. Oh, an Irishman? I'm I am. a fucking Irishman. Oh, Irish. I'm like a cartoon Irishman. I hope I'm not bugging you. Bugging. <laughs> I'm a bugging you. I hope he, I'm not bugging you. He's like. Bugging ye. What's so fun about it is that he clearly. <laughs> when I was is, a lad, terrorists came into my house and killed me da. <laughs> killed me da. Killed me da right in I, front of me. I, I, they killed me da. I, they killed me da right in front of me. There was a scene in it's, this. They're always talking about peace. <laughs> They don't want peace from us. <laughs> Oranges <laughs> and lemons, the bells of St. Clemens. Oh, don't get me started about those troubles. Oh, toy, toy, oh, let me tell you all about the troubles. <laughs> oh, the troubles. Oh, the troubles. All right, oh, all right. Bye. Uh, ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we're going to get for this. I'll be giving you a handful of juds here. The pipes, the pipes, they're calling the are. There was a part. My name's William <laughs> Bradley <laughs> Pito Sholma Hannessy. <laughs> Where are my potatoes? Oh, somebody get me a bucket of potatoes, Dad. Somebody get me da a bucket of potatoes. He's been shot in the head. <laughs> me dad, He's mom. been shot in the head by the Protestants. <laughs> me mom was shot in the head as well. Oh, it's right, even got right, a, it's right even got a cranberry song, song over the opening That's, credits. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's fucking true. I do like the cranberries. They're though. trying to steal me fucking lucky charms here. <laughs> and there's like the uh, only thing they took was my father's fucking honor. Sorry. I just potatoes. No, keep going. This, this is the whole movie. Where's my corned beef? Harrison Ford is in there somewhere. How come Treat Williams doesn't have a fucking Irish accent? Everybody should be doing a shitty Irish accent to this. Harrison Ford Very should. depressing. Uh, Natasha McElhone is in it. She's also doing a different kind of shitty Irish mm. accent. She is English. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's not Irish, right? Nope. But I think that her Irish accent is probably more accurate. It's probably the best one. <laughs> it's still. It's I mean, she's doing an Irish accent. It is an. It is an accent. I don't know. You know. There's a scene I don't think. She, I don't know that her accent is bad. There's a scene where she's talking to Brad Pitt, and his accent is clearly bad, mm-hmm. and hers is. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, maybe she's Irish. You know, that's how I felt about that scene. Is that like she's at least from around there where she's right. like probably met Irish people and <laughs> Brad Pitt has seen Lucky Charms commercials. <laughs> the thing the thing that you have to I think I got I think I got this. I saw a Lucky Charms commercial yeah. on TV. The sound was off, but I think I got the gist. I, I think it's it's not like Brad Pitt isn't trying or phone is phoning it in or anything. No, no, I no, think it's just what's bad. funny what's funny about it is that he is trying really hard and failing no, at it. That's true. And I and it and it sounds like he got coached by a person who does an Irish accent for a cartoon. <laughs> Like someone who voices an Irish character for like a for like Ducktales. He or should have just like done that. the same the same accent as someone in in Snatch. Yeah, so he's just like kind it's of intelligible half intelligible. the time. Yeah. Need to have a shite. <laughs> this was like handsome handsome uh, non character actor Brad, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt though, where it's still Brad like Pitt's our next leading man. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to you know he wanted to show off his chops and try new stuff. Well, apparently the, it paid the off. script the script for this was very different than what ended up getting shot. Hmm. Uh, apparently, it was like way weirder and darker. And uh, and it got you know, very, for various reasons that I'm, I'm not sure that I understand. It we got like changed. Apparently, he and Ford didn't get along too well on the set. I right, I, I remember hearing that at the time. Although, like to hear both of them talk about it later, it was like overblown. But they weren't they weren't like friends. But it wasn't like they were fighting. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Couple of alphas. But it just and like <laughs> it just sort of seems like this movie got away from everybody, including wow. Pakula. I mean, he's got Gordon Willis with him, and it looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do look like, like much. I do like the action in this movie. I, so I enjoy the way he shoots hard, the action. There's hardly there's any of it. There is a really pretty. There's a very cool like kind of battle scene at the beginning where it's uh, yeah, Brad, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt versus like the it's like the IRA versus the I don't know whoever the, the English the British I guess. soldiers yeah the British soldiers and and Pakula shoots everything. He barely moves his camera at all. Mm-hmm. It's all done through editing and it's. I don't know. I thought it was very solid. It was very realistic. Right. It's not and like cool. this is a poorly directed movie. It's just it's just like very workmanlike, and I think that you can tell that parts of it 
had to be cobbled together hastily. Yeah. Um, it doesn't Workman like is a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't care. Right. Well, it felt like it, it. There was a scene that like partway through where he's like talking to his Irish friend, and they're like they're like both talking <laughs> I with think these. That guy's got a fake accent. They're too. both like going oh tight tight tight, and yeah, and it's got this that. fucking James Horner score. Mm-hmm. The that James is, Horner score. That, and this is right. This movie's Far right. Away. This movie's right between uh, Braveheart. Yeah, a movie that I'm the only one here I think that loves. No, I love like um, Braveheart. But but that Braveheart, which I love the score in that, mm-hmm. and then Titanic because right. I texted you about it. And you're like, yeah, it's like the Titanic score, and I'm like, wait, this movie's right between Braveheart and Titanic, and it's like James Horner was like, it's a cross between those two things, and it just was like that thing where you're like, this is like every other fucking movie. It's in got the a 90s. little. It's it was like little, this uh, kind of thing. It's like this is about stuff. Our movie is important. Let's put that James Horner score in there. It's so Let's fucking. This is the scene where two guys they are just get talking that, to uh, each that, other. Like whatever the that flute. recorder, the flute. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's flute. it's a little bit out of uh, far and away too, which I believe he also, also did. Horner. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Tell me you like me hot. And, and I'm, I'm I, by the way I'm <laughs> not my favorite I'm not shit talking. I'm not shit talking. Lift up the bowl and look at my dick. Tell me you like me fucking hot, Nicole Kidman. I like I like Horner. Yeah. I love I love me some good some James Horner scores. Uh, like I lo- I love Titan- I love Titanic. Sure, aliens. Uh, and a- let me yeah, tell you aliens, something. That flute works a lot better in in Titanic than it does. Like the flute is insane in this movie. Well, it's very Irish. I I think that that's what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. But I can't. I, and maybe this is my fault, but this is on me. But I can't separate it from the Titan from Titanic. Okay. So like when when there's like been some like deadly action has been going down and we're seeing men be men and then it's like. <laughs> I can't stress enough how much it sounds like Titanic too. It's <laughs> so fucking. But then close. the other it's the other half crazy. of the score is like sounds like Braveheart. Yeah, to me. it's like, like the sort of this like drums kind of, which is another score that I think is fucking great. But like it was just the whole thing was like this is that's the whole movie was like that. It was like this is like two movies I like more. <laughs> Did yeah. Horner but have like quite. 24 hours to come up with this? And he was like, well... He, he uh, like famously rips he himself off. He from himself constantly, yeah. Oh, uh, Horner. All the time. Uh, Horner's I mean, Corner. The Aliens score, actually, he did have a very short amount of time to, to come and up And he with. ripped himself off for that, and too. He, and he, he was uh, extremely unhappy with it, and that's why him and Cameron didn't work together again until Til Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. yeah, they hated each other. Yeah. Galen Hurd also I think pissed that, him I off. Think that, like, I think they hated each other, but maybe James Horner rightfully hated James Cameron. Right. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I, I think that James Cameron's probably like, came James from. Horner was kind of a baby about stuff, and James Horner was like, James Cameron was a nightmare he was to work to me. with. Oh, yeah, well, you're, uh, you're right. I think that whole, that whole Jim, Jim Cameron <laughs> did every job on set so he can tell everybody what to do. That thing might run out of steam it when it comes to... people the wrong way. Well, when it comes to music, yeah. Yeah. Like James Warner's like, all right, I'm a fucking classical musician. <laughs> Fuck you. I know that you were, like, were a cameraman and did special effects. Yeah, I, right. know, I know how to write music. <laughs> You don't know how to write but music, he has, I mean, Cameron. Also, he has written the same score for roughly 17 different <laughs> yep. movies. I have so. written four specific scores yeah, I just, for 28 movies. I just movies. repurposed them. But, I do, but, you know, but it works. Yeah, it hey, does. You know, whatever. My yeah. favorite, my, maybe my favorite James Horner score is the uh, Rocketeer, actually. That's which doesn't one. actually sound like... Which doesn't actually sound like his that other... That is the flute. Which doesn't actually sound but like it's his like any Anytime you're watching a movie with a James Horner score, yeah. listen for the... Like the trumpets, because it goes for, it starts in glory, and it shows up as late as Avatar. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's all oh, over. The Avatar score is a lot like the Titanic score. Oh, yeah. Horner did glory? Yeah, I believe pretty so. Pretty good. 
Yeah. That's one of my favorites. But I mean, one of the also like like you were talking about the score, but it is one of my favorite parts of the movie, just because I'm kind of like, hey, I like this James Warner. Did mm-hmm. he do? Uh, did he do Legends of the Fall? I know you just maybe that, man. I don't remember because like that, that has did. I think it is because it has a very that's that's like that sweeping. Wouldn't put it past them. Nineties nineties epic thing. This yeah. movie feels that same way. They all have that same sort of like glow mm-hmm. or haze or whatever. I don't know. Of like these '90s prestige, quote unquote prestige movies with Brad Pitt or whatever. Although in, in Legends Especially of the Fall, when he's supposed funnier. to be like brooding and rugged, right? And in both of those movies, he's he's in both this and Legends of the Fall, he's like a guy who's like, you're like, God damn, he's incredibly handsome, but also very sad. So troubled. <laughs> what woman <laughs> could tame him? He's troubled with the troubles. Yeah. Although in Legends of the Fall, it's awesome. It's kind of awesome. There's shots where he shows up in the first shot. He shows up in, and it's like this sh- up, like it's, he's on a horse, and it's like from below, and the sun is behind him, and he like <laughs> he's got this fucking blonde hair. And it's just like hi, and you're like, ooh, nobody is more handsome than Brad Pitt. <laughs> my, my ovaries, <laughs> right? That's what I felt. I was like, oh, oh I uh, I need to go pass out for a minute. Yeah, that was too much. He gave me the vipers that early. Brad Pitt, that's fucking unreal. But it was just—I just, I just watched Thumb and Louise a couple yeah. weeks ago again. Oh, no. it's like, Jesus Christ! That scene, that scene in the hotel room. Yeah, you're yeah. like, I, I when I watched that last year again, I was like, that—that—that's how that there's that's there's why a, he's there's famous. A, there's a movie star. Yep. Like you're like, that's a movie star right there. I mean, even just like seriously, as as recent as Once Upon a Time in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Right. No, seriously. Literally, the shot where he just all he does is he's on a roof and he takes, takes his, his shirt, shirt off, off and looks around. You're like, whoa, damn. And he's in his seventies. Yeah, yeah, and also Brad, also Brad Pitt, generally an actor I like mm-hmm. very much. And I think I, I think he's he's this fine. Was, this he's was during clearly, a time when he was yeah. still figuring out what he could. He's do. clearly having a good time doing whatever he's doing in this movie. <laughs> I don't know about. I that. don't know. I think he seems. I, think I don't he think seems he's. Be, I don't think he's. Not, I think he seems committed. I'll put it this way. Yes, committed. I don't know that he's having. I think he is trying and failing. Yeah, but he's but he's like in it. Yeah, like you're like he's trying. I think he's trying harder than Ford's trying. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, let's talk about four. So, what's well, the plot let, of this movie? Is be, uh, we didn't wish we had talk about four because we talked about like you know this having script problems and the character the, star, the stars not getting along and like maybe the movie didn't turn out the way Pakula wanted it, it had to. An extremely huge budget, too. but in my opinion, the reason this doesn't work is because it seems like a very clear, uh, deliberate decision that they were going to take this movie and make it more like Patriot Games. Interesting, huh? Because they had Harrison Ford with some IRA shit. And it's just like, let's turn this into an action movie. Uh, you think that they they forced the action into the? I into just the feel thing? like it feel it feels like they it feels like they're trying to make a movie that's a bit more oblique. That's a that's a not where you're not certain where people's loyalties lie, and you're not really sure like which side you're supposed to come down on between like certain kinds of like uh, state authority, let's say. Uh-huh. And what you've got is. He's a good guy in a bad situation, and they're clearly bad guys. And once they're dead, we'll kind of just move on. And it's like this: the situation doesn't have any gravity, much like Patriot Games, where it's like, well, the IRA are just assassins that are going to try to kill the royals. Right? You know what I mean? It doesn't have any ambiguity to it at all. There's a which is not something you can say about the actual situation it's depicting with like the IRA. Yeah. You know. It, I don't think it. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have an opinion about any of that sort of stuff. Doesn't that, it? That I could gather. I don't know. I, I mean, as, I as think, far as the IRA stuff is concerned, I think I that think that so. is it kind of dr- it kind of drops. If, if it, it does, I didn't I, pick up on it. I don't think that it comes. I down think it's like it. everybody's got a good point, but maybe don't kill people. Sure, that's for that, your beliefs. That's not what I'm suggesting. I am suggesting that it is heavily interested in that being the premise of its movie because what it is, what the the two sides are. Brad Pitt's character is, you know, this this guy who's 
fighting a political struggle, an armed political struggle in his own country. And Harrison Ford's character constantly rubs up against the limits of his own authority to use violence. Because yes. he's a cop. Because he's a cop. And, and, he's, is, and he's the good one in a barrel of bad cops. Yes. Oh, yeah. And All the is, other cops are shit. It he's is a good asking apple. you to let those two scenarios talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's I mean, doing it unsuccessfully. I think but it's, that's yes. there. It's, that is that is the movie because because like there those two things are unrelated. I mean I mean you could relate them thematically that you'd have right, to exactly. But that it is just sort of like here's Brad. They both live in the same house because Harrison Ford's like has a buddy who's secretly an IRA guy, and, and then he's like, I'll get you, and it's actually Gregor Brad, from, Brad Pitt's Gregor the, from Sneakers. Brad Pitt's on the run, and he like, yeah, it is Gregor from Sneakers, yep. and he, yeah. Brad Pitt's on the run, so he's like, I'm gonna, I'll am i hide you out with this guy. I know Harrison Ford. And he, the, Harrison Ford opening, doesn't know who he is. In the like opening a, scene, Brad Pitt's a kid, and like he's... He's, there, he's there with his Irish family, and let's, oh, we're, right. we're all going to have dinner I'm going to teach you about fishing and life before I get murdered I in sure front of you. nobody breaks into the house and shoots me in front of your ma. Yeah. Oh, no. And then that's what <laughs> happens. Well, not in front of me. We won't. Not a thing to happen. And then you get like this actual, the, the, you know, you get the actual shot of the little kid, and then it crossfades to like Brad Pitt's yeah. face. And you're like, oh, okay, Boo. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're not leaving it to chance. What if they don't know that that was they're Brad right. Pitt when he was a kid? What if they don't easily? Should have done. They should have done the Saving Private Ryan morph. <laughs> the movie oh starts. The movie starts That'd out real loud. At least yeah. like it's like that that whole opening action sequence. I'm with Travis. I do like it. It's cool. It's like well, this is fun. This is a great action sequence. And that one of the things that movie that scene ends with that like uh, British soldier mm-hmm. like who is kind of set up as like. Uh, the bad guy, kind of like a well, bad guy. Yeah. It's like sort of like, well, the situation that's going on is is ambiguous or whatever. But like this guy clearly is like he go he goes up to the other guy and is like, I'm gonna fucking kill all of you or whatever. You know, yeah. like, oh. And he shows up later in the movie only to then not show up. Right. <laughs> you know, only he shows up and you go like, oh, it's gonna end up where Ford's gonna have to like maybe, right, like face this other authority figure and like have to defend Pitt or whatever. But then it that guy just doesn't nope. show up again and you're like, oh well, so what. Why was he in the movie? No, it's 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 <laughs> much now it's, I'm here. it's much more oblique and doesn't tie itself up very very well at all. But it is trying to talk about two different governments and the extent to which they can use violence against their own citizens. I, I just think it speaks to what you were saying is that the original script was different. It was probably different. Is that yeah. like and they may have even shot a scene with that guy? Yeah, you know where that where something there was a showdown because it feels like it's setting up a showdown with this guy with Absolutely. this British with this British official. And then that doesn't happen. Yeah, he's just, and, and you're kind of like, oh well, that. Was, no, it just. Turns I feel like that be, was supposed to happen. It just turns out to be about how these these other bad Irish guys are trying to buy buy stinger missiles. I mean, there's yeah, a there's a great scene where stick they stick this boat right up his arse. There's a great <laughs> that great scene where he meets them in the uh, in the the warehouse or whatever, and they throw his friend's head. To yeah, him. <laughs> he cut his head off. <laughs> and what? And they're laughing about it. I'm like, well, because I, lo- I, I love me some just like bad bad guys who are like, look, so look, we're into this. Like, yeah. cla- you know, it's like classic Clarence Bodiger. Treat shit, Williams you know? goes, I got a little treat for you, and then he uh, throws <laughs> his friend's I got a little head. treat for you, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that kid. I thought the weirdest detail about his little his his buddy is that his buddy's real excited because he just purchased a used Monte Carlo. <laughs> it's, and it's silver. Very that's, weird. That, that's America for you. Quite a fucking detail there. Here in the... Have you ever heard of a Monte Carlo, William Bradley Pitt? I will say well, that. I'll show you the fine vehicle right here. You know, you don't even need any horses to run it. it runs on a battery. You know what that is? It's a horseless carriage. It's a horseless carriage. A horseless carriage. I drove it here all the way to market. Have you ever heard of a thing called a fried potato? <laughs> They've got a new thing. They call it a quarter pounder with cheese. 
It's a quarter pound of fresh beef. Oh, I haven't they? I haven't seen beef what? this fresh. They didn't have the metric system here. They call it a quarter pound. Yeah, yeah. what's a pound? What do they call a whopper? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go to this is America. Kings. They don't have kings in America. <laughs> Every man's free. They call Every it, man's free. It's a burger president. <laughs> Well, this is a better movie. You are aware We're, there's an invention called TV? And on this, and invention, on this invention, they, they show, show shows. No, it's a, is it a radio with pictures now? <laughs> Oranges and lemons. Oh, that's that Hawaiian burger joint. Bells of St. Clemens. Is, my, my girlfriend what if, uh, is what a vegetarian. What pretty much makes if, me a vegetarian. What if Devil's Own and everybody was Irish accents and it was just the script of fiction? Be a better movie. Better movie. Uh, I'm trying real hard to be the fucking shepherd. <laughs> Me da was a shepherd. Me da was a shepherd. Everyone, a fine man, and then they came right into my house and shot him. Shot right him right in front of me. Me, right in me, his and my fourteen sisters. Right in his wee heart. My fourteen redheaded sisters. Every one of them a fucking virgin. Each each head redder than the last. Mm. All right, ratings. Yeah, <laughs> are we done talking about this movie yet? We haven't even talked about what it happens in it at well, all. Well, okay, all right. So, so I mean, we don't have to. So Brad, I, don't Pitt, care. I think we should. I think gets, we should. Gets in some trouble. It's some bullshit. That he gets in some in trouble it. during the troubles, and then then he, he has then to his, hide his, out and come to America. Yeah. And hide out. <clears throat> Long story short, he his friend like gets him to because uh, Harrison Ford is involved in Harrison Ford, Irish, Harrison Ford Irish Irish is allegedly Irish. In this He's movie. allegedly Irish. I am Irish. Yeah. His name is McGregor McGregorson, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, McGregor McConnell O'Gregorson. Tom something. I mean, he's Irish. He's like, you know. Tom Collins. He's an American Irish, so he's not right. like from Boston Ireland. Irish. So he doesn't God, have an if accent. If he had an accent, oh, man, yeah. I might New have York. to recognize That would have been a huge yeah. mistake. Yeah. Oh, I'd love it. Uh, What's it's not in Boston, though. It's in I think New it's New York. Yeah. It's New York. It's and, he's, and he's living in, so Brad Pitt's living in Harrison Ford's basement. basement. And and, uh, and it's it's not the longest. It's only like 145. It feels like the sort of movie that would be 220, but mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, it does. And uh, It feels like it's 220. And so they have to kind of like you know you know what they have to do is they 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 have to be buddies so they have to really move this along fast that them becoming buddies um, because they've got to make room for the stuff for the stuff at the beginning and then the stuff at the end where they have to like fight each other. And well, stuff. Brad Pitt become he like he likes their family. Yeah, and they go play pool. They together. go play pool and they beat they is beat it, the uh, guys in the bar. Is it you know? Julia Stiles? Julia one Stiles of his is the oldest yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a, there's a joke there's in here. People in the house because Harrison Ford's kind of like, man, being a family man is hard. Come to the ch- let's go to a bar. Oh, and like Harrison like, Ford, he's feeling frantic. That sounds good to me. I and I thought it was that they they go they send him out to get to get a thing of milk. Yeah, to get milk. And then on the way back, they stop to to stop at the bar. He's he, he's he's on his way out to go get milk, and he's just sort of like, oh man, I just wanted to sit back and watch the big game. Yeah. And then Brad, Brad <laughs> oh, there's another, there there's another like, man in the house. Let's go. Let's go, uh, go hit the bar. And they go to a bar and like you know a cool you know an ethnic New York a little ethnic. Or, I don't know a place where Irishmen and, and Italian men seems hang a bit out. of a pub. And so he, yeah, br- he I, brings this guy Irish pub maybe. And there's a dude at the bar who goes like another friggin' Mick, huh? <laughs> this is. <laughs> And then he points to his dick and goes, "This is an Italian love muscle." <laughs> he grabs his dick and says, "This, this is the Italian guy." And he goes, "This here's an Italian love muscle." And then he goes, Brad Pitt goes, "Aye, that's why it's in your hands." And he's like, "You're all right." And Worst part about those guys is wherever you go, they go. Ah, yeah. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> like, just like that uh, painting that Dago did on the roof of that church. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that word's coming up a lot in this podcast. That's yeah, fine. Jeez. It comes up a lot in this movie. I don't care. Uh, but th- this is a joke that the Italian guy says at one point where he goes, uh, did you hear about the Irish guy who tried to blow up a car? Burnt his lips on the tailpipe. Mm. Oh! Mm-hmm. Do you know why uh, You know why every Irish every Irish stew only has 239 beans? Mm. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> one more would be too farty. 
never heard that. It's one. a good one. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Oh, boy. We're bringing the jokes on this episode. Yeah, Brad, right. Brad Pitt's like for most of this movie is kind of like a non-entity. I think. I think as much as he yeah. is in it a lot, like in in brief periods, but there seems like there's a long chunk of this movie where he just is just he living just in their in basement, it. and then he shows up and looks at things, and yeah. then like walks well, away. There, yeah, there's there's the right? large there's the large. If chunk, I'm, am I wrong? I was no, having trouble like, paying. There's attention There's like twenty to, to twenty five minutes but. in the middle where it's about Harrison Ford dealing with like being a cop. So right. like he stopped. They stop Weebay on the street. Because Weebay Weebay stole some condoms from the <laughs> very young Weebay, Weebay, yeah, from from the convenience store, and he, cha- he they chase Weebay, and the first thing they, that he says when he catches him is like, "How old are you, son?" And he's like, 15. You know, that's uh, that's old enough to know not to run away from a police officer, isn't it? Right. <sighs> but then also, but but at the same time, the cops are also saying like, "There's a lot of stuff where the cops are like, he ran, so I shot him." Right. So you understand well, that happens later. Yeah, I, I I think a lot of the a lot of the cop stuff in this movie is like kind of like how fucked up the cops are. And oh, Harrison a- Ford's absolutely. Like the, like the only good one, and then he's also kind of not that great because he doesn't turn yeah. in his obviously uh, Which, but inept partner. The, the guilt the guilt from that inspires him to quit. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what I'm saying is like he's supposed to be the good apple in a system and, and he's finding out so late in his career I know how shitty it's very like, you're, weird you're like he's probably finding, gonna retire in a couple of years he has two he has like two excellent examples of abuse and and maybe proper use of, a, of his authority very close to each other yeah <laughs> it's a pivotal moment in his life and it just so happens that at this time an ira terrorist fugitive is living in his basement yeah. what a coincidence yeah yeah <laughs> That's, um, that's the only yeah you have to relate those two thematically but it, it doesn't say no it doesn't say anything much yeah it's, 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 it's just it needs like to be making it's, it's just gonna do this that. is a bad situation well, and even isn't it there's bad situations on both sides stuff's yeah. complex isn't and even it? Yeah. his partner who he like lo- he, Ruben, he ends up he Ruben ends up Blades. lying for uh, like Blades. like who he and he's unhappy about that who sh- who he's like pissed at sort of for shooting for a, shooting, shooting an unarmed, unarmed, kid. unarmed kid in the back yeah uh, international superstar singer Ruben Ruben Blades. Uh, he like he like calls him. I, later. I hope it's Blade. It's Blades. Blades. It's Blades. Oh, I've yeah. heard both, but I would yeah. it would be cooler if it was Blades. Yeah, it is. It's Blades. Damn it. But anyway, Ruben Blades shows. But he like calls his <laughs> he calls his buddy later on. He calls him to mm-hmm. come help him out when he finds out Brad Pitt's actually like yeah. maybe a, which gets him maybe killed. A, maybe right which gets him killed. But Brad it's Pitt funny because it's like this guy. Yeah, and you're like, well, this is the guy that like well, wait what. This is the guy that like shot a guy in the back that you're mad at, and you're like, "As the only guy, only didn't, you didn't want to hire a different actor." The, or the I don't thing, know. the thing too, is that he shoots the guy in the back, and it's yeah. not a justified shoot because the kid didn't have a gun. Have a gun, but he didn't know that. It's not like he legit wanted to murder the kid. The worst part is that after he figures this out, he's like, "Well, we'll plant the gun on him. We got to make this." Because Harrison Ford's like, "He threw the gun, and I've got it." And he yeah. goes, "Oh, well, give yeah." Me he that. just he puts it down. by goes, "There you go. Now he's got a gun." And you go, "Well, oh, okay." Does that, does that mean he deserved to die? Yeah, like he's really outraged. Get you, off my you force! Actually, you actually think he's gonna like turn his you know he's turn him in and do the right yeah. thing and then he doesn't yeah and then that eats him up, uh, eats him it up. eats him up inside but there is a, there is a, margarita. a very funny scene because there's a, like the whole movie Blades is a shitty cop and he's <laughs> yeah. constantly just wants to blow people away from running away and stuff and then at the, and and then he gets at the end when Brad when he's got Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt's escaping and he's got his gun. Brad Pitt is pointing his gun at him. Yeah. And Blood is like, don't do it. And he's like, don't. And Blood is like, I got to shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> I got to shoot my gun. Yeah. Even at the cost of my own life. Yeah. It's and it's, it, I don't know, it, it's like the, it creates this moral quandary that's too much, yeah. too many things. Because it's like, well, the one guy, the cop, the Ruin Blood is shouldn't have. He should have just not drawn his gun on Brad Pitt. Also not shot that kid in the back earlier. 
Harrison Ford is, and then, but then Brad Pitt also now is just a murderer, and so like the rest of the movie, you're like, well, I mean, there's gray areas, and also we saw, we just saw him shoot that other guy right. and kill him. So I don't know, am I on his side? Like, do I, I now I'm like, I want him to get away or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah, because it wasn't like it wasn't like. He, he, I don't know. It's you, you, you definitely, I don't feel like you want Brad Pitt to like take his stinger missile. He doesn't even really have a plan. He just, he's, yeah. It, and even like a lot of people in the IRA, like I think Natasha McElhone's like, what's your plan here? What are you trying to do? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm just going to take these missiles and, you know, I'm going to drive that boat straight up like, some, some airplanes or something. Say, well, everyone's like, they'll kill you. And then he's like, fine. It's like, I'm going to drive that boat straight up their arse. Yeah, yeah he's going to bo- drive the boat straight up there. He doesn't really have a plan. He just kind of wants to sow chaos and, and he's got, he's got yeah. missiles and that's about it and, and so I, you're it's hard to root for that well because you the movie wants you to sympathize with him and the ford character yeah but also you're like well you kind of don't either way for a lot of it and so it kind of just leaves you in the middle of, in like a no man's land where it's, you're like well i don't care about anything it's then. got it's got a weird <laughs> problem where it's it can't it can't articulate brad pitt's motives because an american audience wouldn't get it yeah like trying to describe decades of sectarian armed struggle right. in another country with a complex political system like no one's going to be able to see the both sides of that yeah so the only way for them to paint it is you know terrorism yeah you know right. all you got is brad pitt's well this is this is the line that he says when he's confessing he, he's not saying everything about uh, about that he's in the ira and all this stuff to harrison ford after their drunken pool thing but he does tell him about his dad getting right. killed yeah. he, He's when I was eight, a man came to my house. My house killed me, da. Me da. He <laughs> can't not. And then this is all serious stuff he's talking about, and you can't not laugh at that. That's yeah. that's a problem when a, a character in this movie is talking about his father getting murdered in front of him, and you're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> hey, listen how stupid he talks. <laughs> he's talking stupid. <laughs> uh, but like, but that's what it is. Is like a, this is this is what the struggles are, or what the troubles are. A guy comes in into a kid's kid's house and kills his dad, and now he wants to, you know, kill. Yeah, that's about all. I don't know. That's he wants it. revenge. He want now he wants revenge. That's what it is. But we don't know. The we movie, don't really understand why any of really, that is happening. Exactly. Or like, give us some way to take a side other than going like, oh yeah, that's very complex. Well, he shouldn't. He shouldn't do that. Oh yes, uh, cycle of violence is very easy. right. That's, exactly. That's not great. It's very right. reductive. Let's of stop the, whole the cycle thing. of violence. I guess. I don't. I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like you know, the script used to be one thing, and now it's another. And it's like, well, we turn. We we may have had a more complicated movie at some point, but we needed to simmer that off and you know get all the get all the meat out of there and just leave the broth. Yeah. But still, I don't, I don't know. Just Brad, Brad Pitt's accent, and then there, are, there is more action in this movie than I thought there would be, and it's always what happens solid. at the end. I've seen this twice in two years. I don't remember what happens at the he end. Dies. It's a fun. Brad, it's kind of fun. Brad it's Pitt actually, dies. It's very heat. Yeah. It's very heat-ish. They're, they're on the boat. They have a showdown on the boat, and then uh, they both kind of shoot at each other, and then Brad Pitt's like. Some other bad guys show up, right? No, no, it's no. really just no, those no, two. You, no, you literally think because they set up that other guy, the British right. uh, intelligence agent who. Like sort of brutally murdered the other guy at the beginning, yeah. and you're like, oh, this guy's gonna show up at the. You, you. No, it's Tree Williams. It's, Tree Williams is dead, so like, there's no bad guys. Left, no, but right? yeah, but then there's this other guy. There's right. this guy from the beginning, and he comes right. back in the middle, and then you're like, oh, this guy's here now. It's gonna be, and you know, Harrison Ford is gonna have to like choose to right. stand up for Brad Pitt, even though he doesn't. And then like, but that guy just that doesn't just show doesn't up again. And you're like, oh, well, Harrison, so yeah, Harrison so Ford no, comes up to Nat- Natasha McElhone has has like a has a quick love, a very. 
quickly established love affair with Brad Pitt. We're now in love. We're the greatest lovers of all time. We met yesterday. I'm the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> and uh, and Harrison Ford basically makes a kind of a pitch to her where he's like, I, everyone wants to kill him. Everyone wants him dead. I don't want to kill him. I'm gonna. I'm the I'm only gonna, one who wants I'm to bring, I just him, in alive. bring him in. He's gonna. If if you don't tell me where he is, then he's gonna die, and that's all there is to it. And she's like, Oh, okay, I'll tell you where he is. I will. <laughs> oh, he's on a wee boat. And uh, <laughs> in a tub, he's crossing the pond in a wee tub. He is, and uh, and so he goes up to the boat, and Brad Pitt's like just is just throwing the throwing off anchor or whatever the fuck you say. And uh, Harrison Ford jumps into tossing the boat, off. tossing off, casting him. the kitty foil, he's casting the kitty foil. I don't know what that Thank means. You. That's not a word. I made that up. He's hoisting the mizzen mast, yeah. and uh, if you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, baby. Harrison Ford hops onto the <laughs> boat. And then they, they just, just kind of quickly have a showdown where yeah. they both are like shooting at each other. You know, there's a sort of like, well, you're, he, Brad Pitt many, many times in this movie goes, you're a good man, Tom. You're a good man. <laughs> Whatever Tom, your name is. Tom, you're a good man, Tom Ford, Tom Harrison Ford. And uh, I don't want to have to do this. And then they, at a certain point, he's like, "You gotta come back with me. I'm not. I'm not going back." He says that. I'm never going back. That's from the previews. I remember that specifically. Whenever I would see the box when I was working at Scarecrow, the Devil's Zone, I would just go, "I'm not going back." (laughs) Trailer. Uh, Is that not in the movie? It's in the movie a bunch. He says it like three times. A bunch of times. I'm not going back. I'm not we going back. I'm not. And uh, I'm not going back to me ma, (laughs) to me me da ma, me da me ma. My sisters, yeah. and they're like shooting each other through a window, and, and Harrison Ford gets shot, and he's down on the on the boat, and Her- and then Brad Pitt comes up to him, and he's like, looking like, oh, I don't want to have to do this, but uh, here but we I go. Have to do this. But then and he, then the gun crumbles. starts, then the gun starts shaking, and you're like, oh, he's shaking because he doesn't want to do it. No, he's oh, shaking because he got shot in the fucking lung. Yeah, and he drops down. And then Harrison Ford like reaches out and like grabs his arm, and they have like a manful heat esque sort of yeah, like right. death thing together. And then that fucking James Horner Titanic music comes over, up again. Right? Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's like the Titanic music starts playing. It's really yeah. weird. Well, no, it's not. But it's like it's exactly like movies from that period where it'd be like, and then this big music comes up, and that's how you know you're supposed to care. Yeah. And you and like at the end of this movie, you don't. I don't I, you're not. I'm you're not on anybody's about. side. Yeah. You're kind of like I guess. I guess Harrison Ford's side because he didn't r- actively do anything bad right. in the movie. But I'm certainly like, well, I don't know that this. I don't know that the Brad Pitt character didn't like deserve. You know, I'm not like, sure. like, oh man, he shouldn't have. Like in Heat, at the end of Heat, you're like kind of with both of them. You're like, okay, this guy, this Robert De Niro character, maybe should be stopped because people did get killed and stuff. At the same time, you kind of want him to get away. He's got a, you know, in this one, I'm like, I don't know if I want Brad Pitt to get away. I don't care. Yeah. I kind of don't, is, I don't give a shit one way or another. They're both men. <laughs> yeah, They both preserve their honor. That's oh, how it, that's men how of it is. honor. Yeah. For sure. A thing that everyone really cares about a lot. <laughs> honor. honor. In Man, movies. Manhood. Men, in, men being men. In men this, of honor. In this movie, yes. for sure. There's a whole thing where it's, they send, uh, Treat Williams sends a bunch of masked men over to Harrison Ford's right. house to they rough up him and his wife, and then Brad Pitt comes and does because they're trying to steal the money in the basement. Irish jujitsu on him, and they get scared off, and then he goes. No, Brad to the Pitt's office. hitting him with firewood. And he, he does. He does a couple karate. He does like some some like a little, couple little martial arts kicks on him too, <laughs> to like which is just kind of which made me laugh. That scene goes on forever. It's Let's see you try me Blarney style. It's very long, and the whole time I'm like, "Wait, who are these guys? Are these guys from uh, the bad guys? I Street Williams they were guys? Or, Williams guys? No, they were. They were. But uh, but while the scene was going on, I was. I part of me was like, oh, are these like 
cops because Harrison Ford like ratted out his oh, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I I didn't know until like until Brad Pitt goes to see Treat Williams is like you shouldn't have done that and he shoots a guy. In shouldn't the leg have roughed up my friend's family. Yeah, you know I live in that house too. Anyway, I'll see you later at the warehouse with my friends. With my friends, tell he- him tell him head. to bring his head. Don't forget his head. <laughs> That's the best hey, part of him. I love it. Treat Williams is great in this. He's actually. Almost, he's doing pretty much the same character he plays in the Phantom, <laughs> which I, which I actually would recommend if you yeah, if, if you haven't seen the Phantom, that it's, it's great. really fun. True Williams is the villain in it, and he's great. He's he's, having, the, he's, he's like, the villain, he's like, and he's Indiana Jones if he were a selfish prick. He's a, he's he's Belloc a little bit. He's yeah. like he's kind of like he's like a but he's like he's like one of, he's like a great villain because he's like enjoying it. There's a part they're yeah. having a board meeting with some guys, and they're like, maybe we shouldn't be so evil. And he like throws a spear through the guy and goes like, ha ha. Anybody else got any suggestions? Yeah, it's great. really or something like that. He's really fun. He's having a good time. There's a fucking great uh, Treat Williams line kind of at the end of it where he's finally like letting his full psychotic nature. This is when he throws the head. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's then he's yelling at uh, Brad Pitt. And he's like, what did you think? You're going to fuck with me? You bog Irish hick? Fuck with me? I think not. Bog Irish. Bog, bog Irish. Irish. I love that. He came out of the bog. And there's a quick shootout there, which yeah. is kind of cool. Like all, a, the, all, the, all, all the shootouts are actually stunt. pretty sure. good. But it's, I mean, you know. It said strong, brutal violence in the uh, yeah. R rating thing yeah, at the beginning, yeah. and I was like, "We'll see." And then I was like, a couple times, I was like, "Man, eh, it's kind of strong and brutal." Right. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. It's, I, like, I, it's, I was generally happy when the action was happening. It's loud anyway. Yeah, it's very loud. People are just getting so a lot of the a shit. lot of the movies. A lot of people like kind of talking in basements like this, yeah. and then so then when it is when there is gunfire, you're like, "Oh God, this I woke up." Hey. <laughs> what happened? What, what happened? It has, it has to is be. it World War Three today? Is the Civil War start? Oh, this movie's just still. It on. has to be in basements and warehouses so Gordon Willis can do his like Prince of Darkness uh, right. stuff. You know, <laughs> it's like we hired the guy. It's his last movie too. Oh, was oh. it Pakula's last movie? Yep. Oh man. And we, I, did we talk about it on the other earlier one about how he died? His Which final, I didn't his know. Final destination death. He Jesus died like Christ. in a final. It, it, it's, it's either so like a final weird. destination scene or like something that would happen to a guy who figured out the conspiracy in a Pakula movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it was an accident, right? Fuck. Real <laughs> fucked up. So accident. weird. I had no idea because I knew that he died, and I, yeah. I just assumed it was like, oh, he had a heart attack or. You know, no, oh, he had yeah, he, he, he had cancer or something. Yeah, he died in a car cra- the car, the like a, a giant, gi- a giant uh, iron pylon or whatever yeah. sh- skewered him. Yep, it's fucking crazy. Yikes! Yeah, he directs. He's uh, it is exactly know. like wh- how someone would die in the, the parallax view. Right. And Warren Beatty would be like, "But that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no way this happens. There, that's not that can't that can't have just happened. Yeah, <laughs> probably did. I just, just talked to him. Oh, he was supposed to meet me at the river, right, right. to talk to discuss the conspiracy. But, but he was driving your car, Warren Beatty. <laughs> oh my God! I know. I wait. <laughs> yeah, he might have had more good movies in him. He wasn't that old. He was in his yeah. what late fifties. I don't know. Like I mean, that. the two, two, the two that we. Do- I mean, I'm not, than that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like. He probably had some. He probably had more movies in him. At but least like, one. Yeah. We he did was that, really in journeyman mode at this point. The only he, other one we. I mean, the other one we did was would have been right before this. Right? Would have been Pelican, Pelican, Pelican Brief, Brief which, I, which is not as good as this. Not no. good. No, I would say it's definitely not as good as this. <laughs> I, I kind of yeah. liked this, and this was really a good forty like minutes shorter. Yeah. yeah oh that's, my god. That's why I like this more. Plus, it's not dumbass John Grisham Boring. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is its own dumbass kind of thing, but it was sort of like yeah, this movie fails for trying a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, what if we try a tiny bit? And you're like, well, try harder, and maybe you'll have a whole movie. <laughs> it's like they tried hard to make a more mediocre film here. <laughs> that's kind of how it feels. Which is I don't know I I don't know what that genre would be called but it's definitely a '90s subgenre is try 
is we tried very hard to make this movie as middle of the road as possible, and here you go. Yeah. Sense of a woman would fall into that category for sure. Pelican, oh, Pelican, well. Pelican Brief, probably. You know, like any kind of those kind of movies where it's like, a lot of the thrillers we talk about on here, actually, yeah. where it's like, how about we try and make a movie that is expensive to make and just sort of middle of the road Appeals so nobody a remembers bit to it. no one. Let's make a movie, a movie you won't remember next week. Let's make a movie that when we tell people it cost a hundred million dollars yeah. in nineteen ninety seven, they go, What? They go, How could Are it you possibly? kidding me? <laughs> a movie you could really sit down and watch. <laughs> That's the devil's own for you. Yep. Oh, the devil's own. Uh, I stood up during part of it. Here's the <laughs> <laughs> <a> line. <laughs> this is a line when Brad Pitt is like you know, uh, Harrison Ford is confronting him. He finds Brad Pitt's like money stash and, yeah. and knows that Brad Pitt was like related to the people who busted into his house. And he's like, "Tell me what your deal is." And you're in the IRA. What's that all about? And then he, <laughs> he's then, like, "Well, he, it's a retirement account, but you got to put a lot of money in from your employer, and then really? there's a tax penalty when you take it out." Yeah. Frankly, I should have started it maybe ten, fifteen yeah, years you know, ago. But I'm, I'm in my thirties. It's probably too late to start I mean, an IRA. I, it's still good to have something, but my retirement won't be as as uh, robust as it could be. Uh, you know, they're going to cut Social Security any day now. <laughs> Oh, with the man they've got in the White House right now. Oh, uh, boy. Talk about troubles. Oh, those are the real <laughs> troubles there. Uh, and he's he's like, he's like uh, you know, trying to make have him relate to him about his dad being killed. And he's like, what if it were ye and yars that got killed? Yeah. Uh, but then, like, before that, when he's in the car and they're drunk <laughs> and he's telling him the story, he like, Harrison Ford goes, like, about his dad getting killed. And Harrison Ford goes, did they get the fuckers? And he goes, did they get the fuckers? They are the fuckers. Don't look for happy endings, Tom. It's not an American story. It's an Irish one. Ah, that's a real shame. Irish. Yep. Which which don't end end happily, I guess. And all the American stories end happily, as we all well know. We're living through it. The happy American story. (laughs) And then this movie goes out in a Melissa Etheridge song. Mm. Possibly about the troubles. For all I know. Uh, Ratings. Uh, Two Juds. Two wee Juds. (laughs) Two wee Juds. For the devil's own, <laughs> and I think I think I'll have me <laughs> ah ah half a Douglas. Aye aye. Yeah. yeah, no. For all the all of the fine Irish fucking and fucking and swearing. Is there? No, just there's swearing. Na- there's na- there's fucking. Na- there's fucking. Na- there's there's na- nary, nary a wee nary, bit of sucking. Nary a fucking sight. There's not much here. So half a one, you know, for all the bad language, the coarse language. And I'm going to give it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm going to give it uh, ten out of ten used silver Monte Carlos. Sure. Wow. I yeah. thought that was very unusual. I, I really. I, um, somebody I, else can have the treat Williams with a head, you know. I was probably going to take that. Yeah. Uh, Great. Those were the now two I feel things. Like it was spoiled. Um, That's why I did that. God damn it. Uh, if I can't have it, no one will. Maybe alert us to these spoilers <laughs> in the future. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it... Fuck it, I'm going with my heart. I'm going to give it three juts. Wow! Oh. It doesn't, it's not worth... It's, it doesn't earn that. I just really was smiling so much watching this movie. Wow. A lot of it has to do with it's the Brad... Crazy. Mostly has to do with the bad Brad Pitt accent, which is mm. not a good reason to give a movie a high rating, but I just thought it was really funny. And, and and if you're into that sort of bananas type shit like I am, you know, uh, maybe check this movie out because it's pretty wild. He does this I, accent. I, I the assure whole way you, through. audience, it is not wild enough <laughs> to get you through this movie. <laughs> that, that accent that Matt is doing when he—that's way doing, more fun. That's what that's what he sounds like. It's <laughs> shitty. It's like we yeah. said. 
Yeah. It's not very good. It's bad. It's bad. And it's a whole movie of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I thought it was wild. Yeah. Um, no. I did zero. <laughs> zero Douglas. Was there any? A lot of swearing. Yeah. I don't know. Swearing. I just wanted to say Douglas. half a Douglas. <laughs> There's that guy grabbing his Irish prick at one point. Ah, uh, you know. And I'm going to give it one Irish prick. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna split the difference and go two and a half because I actually think it's it's kind. It's like one rewrite or one less rewrite away from being Mm. a passable. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's like one rewrite away from being fine. That's how I felt about Devil's Own. It's pretty almost almost there, kind of. And then not quite. And I didn't. I I agree with you that it is his act, but he's hard, he doesn't have a lot. He doesn't. He has like a lot of speeches here and there, but it's not in the movie enough. And I just I found myself not entertained by this movie. Off, I found myself drifting away throughout the movie. Like, well, this, is this movie, I gotta watch the whole thing because we're gonna talk about it. Mm. But I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't have to watch the whole thing. Harrison Ford is. He's as, terrible he, in it. as good as we, as much as we loved him in Frantic, like this is like he's, he's sleeping here. He is, he is, yeah. This is Harrison, classic Harrison Ford. Like I showed up for work. Yeah, <laughs> this is my job. It's, it's only going to get worse for us today. Although I think, oh, I think, man, he, I think oh, the next one he he is does a lot more though. I think in the next okay. one he's like because it's like it is yeah. it is at least him looking. Anyway, we'll get there. But mm. uh, so zero. Zero Douglases. That uh, was terrible. Sorry. And, uh, wow, was that supposed bad. to be? I'm go one. Do, do feel bad, Kevin. <laughs> Zero, Zero Douglases. Oh, Homer. So who is that, Barney or Marge? <laughs> <laughs> you make the choice. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and I'm going to give... Oh, since you know what? Since you guys think I'm doing, uh, I'm doing one, one severed head. Yeah. yeah one, bounce, one bouncing baby severed head. One yeah. bouncing baby severed that's head. Se- that's severed head, really. Yeah. That was very surprising. It took, it took ah, some good hops. Like, there's a severed head in this movie now. It actually had a bit boings at yeah. one point. I wish that there was like a fifth. There was just a 15 minute long like wet or like a, yeah. like Catholic ceremony where everyone like everyone's dancing with children and shit. It's a problem. And now I, there's a head. It's a problem I have with movies from this period that aren't directed by Mel Gibson. Is that like they do a thing where there's a severed head, and you know that this is an expensive movie, and they like probably took a cast of the actor's head because they're like, well, we don't know what we're gonna. And then when they do the thing, it's like a wide shot of the head getting tossed to him, bounces a little on the ground, you never really and then see it's it. just in the shadow, and there's no close-up of it, and you're like, you know that some fucking effects house made a fucking right. great-looking severed head, and they never gonna show can't, it because they're, they like, they're like, oh, this movie's kind of classy, so we're not gonna right. cut to a close-up of the severed head, you know. Whereas <laughs> Mel Gibson makes Braveheart, and he's like, he's like oh, doing all that stuff, and then is like, yeah, during the battle scene make sure there's close-ups of all the severed heads yeah. <laughs> there needs to be every time you're gonna if you're gonna do this gag with like throwing the severed yeah. head or you got to do the, the the shot of it like looking up at the camera with a scream over the yes. soundtrack and a, <laughs> and a snake comes out of its mouth <laughs> just at the a very snake least just pours out of its mouth at least i wanted brad pitt to look down at it and well, have that's his, a and fucking have shame. Been like a shot from of from his point of view of the like of the the severed head like like his dead head, his dead friend's dead eyes staring back at him briefly. That's me, we friends they kiss took, her right they there. They took his wee head. Yeah. They took his wee head right off, of his, right off of his shoulders. All right, well, let's take a flight from Ireland to... Let's uh, go to watch the film the, Firewater. The beautiful Pacific Northwest, and I won't say Seattle because hardly any of this is shot in Seattle. Some uh, shots of the streets. There is a shot of him on uh, RIP R- 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 99 yep. driving driving through downtown. I was trying to figure out where he was driving he was on the from. Viaduct, so does, yeah. he, does he... They live in... 
Because where he's driving from, Some he's coming. He's driving. He's coming he's, north. He's coming north from like Burien. Just or like it's just like in Disclosure. I, I think know. he even lives in the same house. They live on. They live on a lake, and so the only place I can think that they're supposed to live, and I know the movie didn't think about this, right. but I do because I we live here, is maybe Lake Burien, and I know that that lake is inaccessible to the public because a bunch of fucking rich assholes oh, live in oh, Lake and well, so that's probably which it is then. true. I can see it. My friends live in Burien. I can see it from their house, and I'm like, hey, how do I get to that lake? Because I walk the dogs down there, and they're like, oh, you can't get to the lake because. Uh, rich people own all the property around it, and so they blocked the public from using the lake. Yeah. So I have to assume that Harrison Ford's character in Firewall lives in Lake Burien, and because they're rich assholes. Like it, that mo- the movie pretty much opens with the, almost the same shot of, yeah. of of him leaving his house and getting his car and driving down yeah. the road, uh, and you see the Seattle skyline across the uh-huh. lake behind his house. It's the same shot as in Disclosure. The yeah. same yeah, exact yeah. thing. I, yeah, right. They live next door to each other. Right. The movie is Firewall. What's your day like? I have to find a guitar teacher for Sarah, pay some bills, and schlepping kids. I don't deserve you. Somebody's been trying to hack in and compromise my identity. You think somebody got my information off the internal network? Don't worry about this. I'll clean it up. Is somebody gonna get that? She has beautiful eyes, your daughter. What? I want to know why you're doing this, and I want to know now! I need you to talk to your husband who listens to you. If he doesn't do exactly as I ask, I will kill you and your two children. This is about robbing the bank, isn't it? (laughs) The movie is Firewall. The movie is Firewall. It is starring Harrison Ford. Uh, what are we gonna do about this movie, Firewall? Virginia, I, I, Virginia Madsen. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out of the gate and say I I think Harrison Ford is bad in this movie, but mm, I do think bad. he's better in this than he was in Devil's Own because Devil's Own is like him is like him sleeping through the movie, and this one it's like. He is he is doing a lot. He's, he's doing his act. He's doing the whole he's doing the whole Harrison Ford in he's action. He's fully gravelly Harrison Ford yeah, yeah. too. And he's, and he's also shtick. it's like a cross because he's also playing and he's playing like a nerd in this one again, a dork right. as as he was in Frantic. S- he's playing a sixty four year he's old like, I'm computer a computer, hacker, huh? computer programmer. <laughs> computer pro- uh, I'll handle this. He's like he's like a dinosaur in the computer pro. He's like, oh, you know, these new systems are coming in and they're trying to replace me. Yeah, I'll do the coding. Thank you very this much. This is a type of movie where I was watching it and there's a scene. Where they're having a board meeting, and it's like the kind of movie that's oh, like yeah, that, no, that knows this. it's so mediocre and and like not good that they're like, well, why don't we just load it up with a bunch of actors who you like looking at? So it's like the board meeting is like Harrison Ford, T one thousand, T one thousand, Robert Robert Forster, and Alan Arkin, and you're like. This movie is not good, but I'm glad all these guys got paid because I like all these actors. <laughs> but they can't they can't sell all the boring shit even. It's not like George C. Scott and Malice. They're no, just no, no. like just there. No, no, I I mean I don't mean it in that way where it's like these right. you get good actors you get good actors to show up so that people go, Oh, it's that guy. Right. It, like it but like the it's movie a real is movie. thoroughly mediocre. That's, like the only, the only guy, I think that is being charitable. Right, yeah. Well third <laughs> it's it's very bad. But the only the only guy like uh, like it's like the people know that they're making a mediocre movie, yeah. and then they end up making a bad movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the only guy who seems to be kind of having fun maybe is Paul Bettany because he gets to like go go from being uh, doing his American accent to oh, being for to, no fucking to be, reason to being like uh, now I'm a British villain. Why? Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason. Jamie Lannister's in it briefly. Jamie jo- Lannister. Oh, Joey Lannister. Yeah. Joey this Lannister movie. This movie features. Uh, this is a bad movie. Billy Lannister. Virginia, Virginia Madsen is the wife. You know. Very, she is, and very she, thankless like, Her role. character's name is the wife. Is it? Oh yeah. No, it's just like it's but so it might generic. As well be. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a the little boy the little boy in this is also the little boy in Hostage. Okay. 
There's a, a line. A movie the you love way more than me. I'm so not I saying. Not, no, you know what? I've, I've, my opinion on it is like vacillated over the years. I'm just saying it's the same kid in the same role, pretty he's, much back to back. He sucks. Virginia <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's character. He's a real sucky little kid. He's he introduced. By the way, Harrison Ford is 64, has young children. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of like Her- uh, Clint Eastwood type, type cause. shit I would, in this. A little just cause Clint, um, true crime action. But like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> looks every year plus of his age and Harrison Ford at the very least is like he's a young 64 he could pass for 58 yeah, yeah. he could pass for 58 I'm just saying he's a young 64 whereas sure. you watch you see Clint Eastwood in fucking true crime is like I'm a mummy and I'm married to a 40, 14 year old and we have we have two one year old <laughs> daughters <laughs> these are my real two year old daughters Harrison Ford is very old yeah. or, uh, Clint Eastwood is very old mm-hmm. yeah Clint movie. Eastwood actually looks older than he is yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie sucked right from the beginning. Well, this is this is one of Virginia Madsen's first lines because they're introducing them because it's real, real standard shit. And it's like, um, you know, this is how happy their family is. And she, oh, yeah, and she, I remember and this. Like, and at one point he says something like, you should get a hobby to Virginia Madsen. And yeah, she goes, she's like, I have a hobby and it's taking care of you. <sighs> and you're like, oh, no. And then he goes, oh, I don't deserve you. She's like, you sure don't. <laughs> this movie We're sucks happy. so quickly because as soon as it started, you know, it's called Firewall. You know, it's going to be about computer stuff. And as soon as it started, the opening credits are like security camera footage. And oh, they, yeah. And when the credits come up, it's keyboard typing sounds. <laughs> I was just furious. Yeah. Like, no. Immediately. I texted <laughs> you guys right away. I'm like, oh, my God, this is already awful. <laughs> It's not a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right from the beginning, you're like, we're in. Oh, you know? man. <laughs> <laughs> it was just deadly. Just just awful, awful shit. Hack into the system. It, it like, it, uh, actually, it had way less uh, fun computer shit than I was expecting, too. Yeah, almost. No, that's, no, that's what kind of sucked any. about it, is that we've done some other ones on here, like Untraceable, that where it's like, that like really fun where you're like I don't know if these guys know how computers work and this one I'm like maybe these guys do know how computers work because this is very boring this watch. movie reminds and me how computers work we actually did research into how computers work and it turns out it's really boring and uncinematic <laughs> but we're can going you, with it can you put a VR thing in there somewhere for no reason <laughs> yeah. this movie is almost a carbon copy of another terrible film that we did don't say a word interesting uh, yeah British guy Tiger kidnaps the wife oh, to make right. the guy I forgot do a thing. <laughs> so I he, forgot the plot of Don't Say a Word. So he, <laughs> so he can steal some <laughs> shit. And um, there's there's even a whole bit where they set up security cameras and surveillance in his house. It's the same exact yeah. fucking movie. This it, has this has all tech. It actually really reminded me of Nick of Time as well. Because like, sure. that's what scheme, a tiger kidnapping their is. The scheme requires them to like this guy to do the thing, and he's never doing it at all. And like while he's like, all right, I'm gonna. You have to. He's like, you have to do this, or we are going to kill your family. He's like, all right, I'm gonna start like trying to get out of this immediately, right and I'm never gonna stop. Yeah. It's like a real hassle. There's gotta be a better way. But yeah, like that's exactly there. All the bad guys are at the home and don't say a word and trying to get this jewel back or some mm-hmm. fucking shit. I've same, seen that movie twice. I barely thing. remember. It's the same exact fucking movie, and you know what? They're as bad as each other for the exact same yeah, reason. It's not a great premise. I think I, I think I actively hated that one more, and this yeah. one was more like I, the thing where I, just, I definitely hate don't say a word more than this. Yeah, and this oh, this man. one this one was just something. I, I think where they're equally bad. I think, but I think I was actively hating that one, and this one I was passively hating. Okay. Does that make sense? There's a yeah, difference. Sure, sure. We've talked about a lot of bad movies on here, and there's a there's a big it's a it's a grand canyon of difference between active hatred and passive hatred. Passive mm-hmm. hatred is like, well, this sucks. I hate this. And then I go to the kitchen and I get a snack, and the movie's still on. 
that's that's where I'm like, and I hate it, and I'm like, I gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. I have to watch the whole thing. I actively but, hated, but both like, of but them, like, I don't guess. say a word. I'm like, what the fuck am I? Wa- what fucking <laughs> fuck you, you piece of shit movie? That's that's me. That's like you know. So this one was just sort it's of almost, me going, like, almost, there's almost like physical pain. It's watching even. It. I mean, yeah. Like, this one, this one, I'm able to be like, huh? Oh yeah. The main oh, yeah, the main okay. difference is that there's no Brittany uh, Murphy character in this. Yeah. But I mean, they both even have like a wasted wife character. Is Fomka yeah. Jansen in that one? Oh, yeah. poor Fomka. And you get Virginia Virginia Ooh, Madsen this, here. This has a thing I hate in in thrillers too, where uh, and I, I this is just a thing I don't like in movies where characters almost get away. Same scene and don't say a word. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I hate, <laughs> but I hate I I hate that scene. Yeah. I hate that kind of it's scene terrible. in general, just because it's like. Why did I? Because when they get recaught, right. it's never exciting. It's no, always just wasted ten It's minutes. always just. Well, why am I watching? We're just yeah. killing time. Well, why did? Why, why did, did I, I just drink out of the toilet like, bowl? like you see, because you go like you see, because they can't get away from the bad guys, and you're like, well, just have mm. them not get away. You see how hard it is to get away, and yeah. now this now fifteen minutes have gone by, and we're so we're closer to the I end. I guess I see the I guess I see the point, but it adds nothing narratively to any movie that's ever happened in. I'm sure there's a good movie where that happens, and I still don't like it in that movie probably too, because it's like, well, why did then why did they try to get away? Then what? Then why did I have to watch it though? Mm-hmm. Why did I have to watch a scene where they don't get away? <laughs> <laughs> what what? Kind of, what kind of fucking movie is this? I thought I thought it was kind of funny that uh, that 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 big escape sequence in the middle of the movie is the payoff to the gag about the remote control car like yeah. fucking with the Wi-Fi or whatever in their in their house because it like because it's a total dead end. It's like we're gonna pay this yeah. gag off and it's not gonna really mean it's anything. not gonna go anywhere. But it's but <laughs> in that same scene where they set up that gag, they also set up the dog's uh, GPS collar. Right, which is the, which is the big thing that that at the end that, of the movie that gets everybody together at the end of the movie. The dog's GPS. That's, that's how right. they, That's how he finds but the bad guys. But that's funny because I'm gonna go get my dog. What's doubly funny about Where's that to my me dog? is that the 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 payoff that doesn't go anywhere with the with the remote control like just totally fizzles out. Yeah. But it makes sense. Whereas, why the fuck did the kidnappers bring the dog with them? Right. <laughs> just leave the dog. Just leave the dog. Like, they, they were gonna kill the whole family I mean, anyway. So, were I they gonna see. shoot the dog too? I guess they were. The keep, do- no yeah, witnesses. Right? <laughs> no <laughs> witnesses. Right, so we can't have we can't leave the dog behind. <laughs> I hadn't thought. Or, about did, that. or did like I, or I guess you could maybe be like one of the kids was holding the dog and they rushed them the, into the van and they're the like only, the kid has the that's dog probably still. It. The only thing I could think of is they're is probably not gonna that, shoot the dog. They'll just leave him to die in the. Well, desert. yeah. The only thing the only thing that I could think of that makes sense is that because their plan is to kill the whole family anyway, no matter what. You know, once right. they get the money and make it look like Harrison Ford stole yeah. the money and disappeared or killed himself, and make it look like he killed his like he killed his business the partner. Scheme is Robert to make Forster it to too. make it look like Harrison Ford's wife was cheating on him with Robert, with Robert Forster, Forster, and Harrison Ford went amok mm-hmm. and killed him and then his yeah. whole family. Yeah. And like and and so the reason to bring the dog would be because if he was trying to take the family to the cabin in the hopes of murdering them, they would bring the dog. Oh, uh, okay, okay, sure. Okay. I'm sure. saying, wow. look, look, man, I had a lot of time to think during this movie. Uh, uh, oh boy, uh, there was uh, lots to, there was just a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Robert yeah. Forrester in this movie. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was. The coworker that I was watching this with is because Alan Arkin is also in yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, and there's a part when he's like talking to Alan Arkin and my coworker is like, why do they need Alan Arkin to be this guy? That's what I was <laughs> saying. I was like, just because they had a bunch of money for some Look, reason. Alan Arkin that's, needed a new Cadillac. <laughs> but that's what I was saying is that the, it's like, it's like the. Sort of like the thing where they're like, get George C. Scott for this piece of mouse. Except that's like him getting like uh, some stuff, to, some yeah. stuff to chew on. Yeah. This is like, 
well, we've got the oh, money. Jeff. Let's fill it with people that we that we like, and we'll give Alan Arkin this nothing role. Alan, everybody's going to leave happy. The producers got to get to go. Alan Arkin's in our movie. Yeah. Alan Arkin gets to go. I got paid to be in this movie, yeah. and uh, I had to show up for a day of work. I mean, same with Robert Patrick. Same with Robert Forster. All of them kind of showing up and going like, "All right, yeah, I'll, we'll be in these nothing roles." And Alan Arkin movie. shows up to tell Harrison Ford to fix a router or something. Did yeah. anyone uh, such, okay. such a nothing movie? Did anyone think that any of those guys were red herring characters? No. Not did once. you think maybe? Oh, uh, Robert Forster, I did very briefly. Right. It seems yeah, like they're they, also they, trying, they're trying to make you think that maybe yeah. Robert Patrick is is gaslighting him the whole time. Just because yeah. he's so because he's the mean he's a, one. He's a mean. And that's he's why intense. I thought he wasn't. Is because it's like he's it's too obvious. It's like, uh, too obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like oh, that's obvi- the red, it's that's obviously the red herring. It's not. It's not Arkin. He's like the guy in charge. He's like he's kind of like hey what what's going on and you're like no it's not him. I thought Forrester maybe because I think they referenced some like debt issues, money issues he's having or something. So. So at one point when he before he gets killed off camera, I was like I was like, Oh, he shows up at his house. I'm like, Oh, maybe he maybe he is right, right. in on it. It turns out that Robert Forrester is in on it, but he doesn't know he doesn't what know he's it. he doesn't know what he's in on. He's yeah, in on right. something. He was just introducing a, a guy to him. He doesn't think That's he's it. doing a bad thing. Because he introduces the bad guy to Harrison but Ford. He doesn't as know his business a, but partner. he doesn't know he's a bad guy. Exactly. So. He thinks right. he's doing a, he <laughs> thinks he's doing a good thing. Yeah. I do like how like he reveals it's also you know it's not Seattle uh because Harrison Ford uh, found a parking spot immediately directly across, across from the hotel, street from, yeah. from where he it's was. It's easy to park in Seattle. <laughs> you also know, you also know it's not Seattle because it honestly doesn't pour fucking rain no. for days and days and days. In fact, no, I think no, it's no. only rained like three times in the last five a, or six months. It's, it's a, a constant drizzle. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not it's, a pour. It's not a hard rain here. Yeah, there no. was, Guys, that was some chubby rain Hollywood, in this movie. Hollywood, if you're listening and you're trying to fake Seattle rain, it doesn't rain like that here. Maybe it once, just rains maybe twice a year, but that's like every place else. It rains yeah. a lot all the time. It rains a lot because it's raining a little bit all the time. Yeah. Yes, for like six it's months. It's the cloud that's, cover more than anything. That's else. what that's what happens here. But I did it's love the, I did love the classic Seattle exchange he has with a couple as he's like <laughs> as he's frantically escaping from some from some situation and he there. This is something about the rain. You know, how about this weather? Uh, well, it is Seattle. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, if I can count Tell the times, uh, nickel for every time I've had that conversation with strangers on the. I thought you there. Uh, get me a Seattle dog. <laughs> <laughs> Cream cheese, caramelized onions. There weren't no. There were no signs that said Seattle Not dog one. in this movie. No. I thought the red herring for a minute might be Marilyn Ricecub. But oh, that no. would have been interesting. Oh, I you know I but never I Rice never Cub, thought that. Marilyn Rice Cub is just Chloe. Just, I, she, she's, she's just Chloe. She's pretty much I, playing. And you know a, what? Harrison uh, Ford's character's name is Jack. Jack. She's playing a less a less useful version of Chloe. I only thought it yeah. might be her at like at one point in the movie because for the, for most of it it was like oh she's just the loyal secretary, mm-hmm. and then there's a scene where uh, where um. Bettany. I want to say Bill Bellamy, uh, Pat Benatar. Uh, what's his fucking name? <laughs> Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Paul Pat Benatar. I wish it was. I wish it was Bill Bellamy. You know what happens Wait. if you if you match if you <laughs> combine Bill Bellamy with Pat Benatar, you get Paul. You Bettany. get Paul Bettany. Uh, he, when he he forces Harrison Ford to fire her summarily. Yes. Yeah. For and, no, just and I was like, he doesn't like her. Uh, right. And I was just thinking, she's kind of being nosy. I think. Yeah. I, but I was just thinking like. That would be a good setup if she turned out to be in on it. Like they're they're a couple. You, yeah, you know, that would have been something. It's, it's amazing to me because like <laughs> your brain was working. You were doing a lot. Hard. You were doing a lot of stuff to this movie. I was like barely paying attention to it and just and I like I'm like oh, yeah, you're right. You were like thinking of better movies and I was just like. I don't know, looking at uh, the door or something, because <laughs> none of this ever crossed my mind. And I and I just had the lyrics from one week from the Bare Naked Ladies going through my head the whole time. I couldn't get it out. I had that stuck in my head that whole fucking No, I had a gun. I like I have a gun in my mouth and shit. Awful. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting firewalled. 
Uh, you mentioned you mentioned that he does his he does a lot of really good Harrison Ford shtick in this movie. He does, he does the bemused, uh, mm-hmm. the like the like the like confused. He uh, there is actually a scene where he gets surprise surprise punched or slapped. Yeah, yeah. And he does the like ow. Yeah, I love oh, it. There's, I love that. I love that face. There he, was he an does incredible. Trade, he does a lot of his trademark physical acting in this. There's yeah, a lot of him slamming is, into shit. Which is why, which is what I liked about it because I, you know, I I was like, well, if I've got to like anything. It's Harrison Ford like getting slammed, like into running shit. around brawling mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. you know, and and doing it in a way in an everyman sort of way. It's like I don't think he's good in this, but you believe when he's fighting with these guys, you go like, that's. Like yeah, that's how this guy would probably fight. Sure, like not well. Right. <laughs> like kind of like a guy who's it's like I'm, I'm strong enough to like maybe take these guys down. I also don't know how to fight. He's right. not like an MM. There's no. He's not doing MMA moves ever. <laughs> he's just sort of like an old man, f- f- like falling into bad guys to try and stop them. There's a there's a peer, a brief period in this movie where he really like, kicks it into high gear. It's when he goes he goes first he goes to Robert Forster's apartment yeah. to confront him and finds out that he's dead. Well, uh, he, no, he's he's in the closet when Robert Forster gets right, killed. That's yeah. right. Yes. He yeah. so you see he witnesses that, and then like he goes, he like tries to flee the scene, and he goes into the lobby of the building, and the guy, the guy's on the phone, oh like God. the concierge is like on the phone, and and he's like, "Murder? What?" You know, he's like incredulous <laughs> that somebody maybe has been shot in the building, <laughs> and Harrison Ford runs out. Bearing the description of the person that the guy is talking to on the phone, and the guy's like, "Oh no!" And Harrison Ford just kind of goes like, "You can't, you guys can't see me," but he like wags his finger at the guy while he's running out the door, <laughs> and it's just like it, it's sort of like, "Oh, hang on, I'll be back," you know. And then and then he goes to Chloe's apartment. Oh, and this scene's great. And he knocks on the wrong apartment door because he doesn't exactly remember where where his assistant lived. Right. And it's some other lady, and he's like, "Well, you're not. Where's Janet? Where's Chloe? Where's Chloe?" And she's like, "She's like across over across the hall." So he just runs over there, basically breaks down her he break, door. He breaks down her door because she's mad at him, and like she's screaming, and he's like trying to keep her from screaming. Shut and I'm up! Like, Shut up! What's that neighbor lady gonna do right now? <laughs> she's fine. It's very weird, and he like go back and listen to a Liberace. He soothed that whole situation real quick. He's gra- He's got Chloe uh, grabbed up, and he's yeah. got his hand like hand over her mouth and shit, and he's like. All right, shut up, shut up. Like, my look, wife my family's kidnapped. been kidnapped. That's why look. I fired you. Pat Benatar has kidnapped my my <laughs> wife and my kids. Bill Bellamy kidnapped my wife Bill and Bellamy kids. and Pat Benatar have kidnapped my family. I need to Bill Bellamy's him. going at 160 miles an hour, but Pat Benatar's only going at 80. When will they meet? <laughs> He's not actually American, despite the amazing accent that he did. <laughs> an incredibly convincing accent that he did at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> He, that, Ooh, another. That, that, but but anyways, she that that's at that point she becomes she full on becomes Chloe from okay. twenty four, yeah, and she's carrying her I laptop around and going like Jack, I've got my laptop. What, what are we doing, Jack? Jack, send it to my screen. Chloe, damn it, Chloe, but this, damn it. This movie is from two thousand six, and like th- so that twenty four was still on. It was on. Yeah, yes. yeah. But we've we've done movies from this period before, and this is sort of and like she is Chloe too. I mean, Marilyn Manson yeah, yeah. doesn't have a whole lot of speeds. It's like what she does. But this yeah. is like when this kind of movie where they were just sort of like if these movies, all the ones we've done from the two thousands, pretty much they all feel like this. They feel like move like movie scripts that have were, were like left around from the 90s uh-huh. kind of and it's sort of like oh, well we got to get this one done like this feels like a movie where it's like well we have to make it because Harrison Ford signed a contract like that's like like and it's it just feels like it's very it's so perfu- it's so perfunctory it feels it's just like- sort of like so like Okay, feels, let's let's make a thriller. What's the thriller? Less to me that like? it was that Harrison Ford signed a contract. Right. Then, maybe. then like they had this script and somehow he read it and was like, okay, maybe this one. And they're like, green light. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeez. 
I guess that's more yeah, what I meant. Like, but more like that, like they have a script and somehow Harrison Ford got involved and that's exactly. when they decided that's to make the movie. Made. But otherwise, this is, it's totally... This is straight-to-video stuff. It's not interesting in yeah. any way. The movie, it's its like, you probably talk to the screenwriter. I don't know if you're listening to this. Maybe I'm wrong. Shame it's on you, sir. Guy who, guy, who wrote, <laughs> guy who wrote Firewall. But you'd be, and it's like, it's like someone writing this going like, well, this isn't very interesting, but I can sell this to somebody. Right. Someone's going to buy like, this. I'll tell yeah, you someone, will, someone will buy this bullshit. It's not good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like some Thomas Lennon. Uh, Somebody get me Dick Longcrane to direct Thomas this. Lennon, Ben Garant, how they yeah, just yeah. write movies because they know how like for for the stupid producers, right? They know what will sell. Like, well, this will somebody will buy, somebody <laughs> buy this bullshit. Yeah. This feels like that. This is like, but a lot of the two thousand stuff feels like that kind of thing. Like it also feels like some like they all feel like movies that have been in someone's drawer for a while, yeah. maybe. God. Like and then they go, well, now we've got Harrison Ford attached, so we will make it as and two, as in two thousand. <laughs> Six is yeah. so late to be doing a movie that's like computers, won't you? Yeah, right. How it's not even computers? really about that. Yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't even have any real is. tech paranoia. Yeah, the, t- the title of the movie is Firewall, for yeah. God's sakes. And and it's really, he works at a bank, actually. And I think that, they, yeah. I think that early on they get through that firewall pretty quick. Yeah, no, it's actually harder for them to crack the safe in his house. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm getting this confused with another movie I watched yesterday. <laughs> Never mind. It? Fair enough. No. Sorry. But this is. But this <laughs> is trying to crack the safe. In there his is house. no safe in his house. I totally got this momentarily confused with a movie I watched yesterday called The Doorman. Oh, they might. There may be a safe in his house in this movie, but it's never brought up. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is some computer stuff in it, but it's like the most boring kind of computer yeah. stuff because it's not hacking. It's just trying to get this money out of this bank that he works at. There, and, there is and, the and scene so where he goes and then goes to wire transfer from the bank at the airport with a, with his kid's laptop. Oh yeah, which is absurd. And the lady, the lady is like scared at first because he's robbing a I'm bank essentially. And then she's like, and then at the end she's like, "I'm sorry, you have you to go. Get you better go. Here. I called the cops. They did a silent alarm. I'm sorry. Damn it. Sorry. It's like a three minute scene. And she, by the end, at the beginning, she's like terrified about this this frantic man. And then at the he's end, frantic. she's like, "I'm sorry. I've, I'm sorry. I let you down, hero." Because he's movie. talking on the phone, and he, she finds out the deal with him and why he's yeah, doing all sure. this because he's saving his family, yeah. his very young family. I'm gonna go get my dog. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Get my kids back and where then are they going? They're going die out of, when they're fourteen. They're going out of town. Why would they do that, Jack? Well, because you see, I figured it out just now, and I'll explain it to you. Yeah, uh, well, I'll explain it to you eighty yard while uh, you see a shot of the car <laughs> well, driving. Well, we drive out to I guess Central Washington or something. That's what it looked like. They yeah. drive for a long time. Yeah, they, they, it's nighttime, and then when they get to the cabin, it's Moses day again. Lake it's going, or something it's going like towards. That. They could du- be in Montana. It's going for towards all we know. Duval. Mm. They're let's, the little. Let's say they're in Sunnyside. How about that? I was going to say like Moses Lake. Where's, like where's, Graham. where's Sunnyside? I don't know. <laughs> this is Graham. I know it exists. Ritzville. 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 That's, why, other, I, that's where I stop for gas when I'm driving to Montana. I get, uh, get some... Uh, well, they don't have Maybe Taco Bell there anymore. Or? Ooh, Lake Chelan's nice. Moses this Lake. This time of year. Moses Lake is actually... Nobody's going nice. to Moses Lake. That's meth country. There's yeah. a lot of... Nobody ever goes to we Moses drove, Lake. We'd, really? Nobody goes to you Moses get, Lake? You, you go to Moses Lake, but you don't leave. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I always drive through Moses Lake. I've never stopped there. No, that's not true. I stopped at the Arby's there last time. Mm. Pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. The Arby's. Arby's in Moses Lake. If anybody's listening to this and you're planning on making a trip to Moses Lake, the Arby's there. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing about the Arby's in Moses Lake. Go on. Clean has, restroom. Uh, well, no. I, uh, no, it's not bad. No, no, no. It's not bad. No, but the uh, no, like, no, not. no, is that it has a uh, much shorter drive-through line than the McDonald's in Moses Lake. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll get your food faster. <laughs> and those are the two restaurants in that's Moses a, Lake. That's how I recommend the Moses, the Arby's in Moses Lake. Arby's in Moses Lake. You'll get your food quicker than from McDonald's. They cook meth at the Arby's in Moses Lake, too. <laughs> That's where it comes from. Fun story about Moses Lake. That's where the original school shooter came was from. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Which one? That's where the first school shooting ha- I don't know if it was the first, huh. but the first famous one. 
Interesting. And, and, and we in Yakima were like, oh, that's pretty close. Was it Lee Harvey Oswald? It was, was Lee the Harvey first Oswald. school shooter. Yeah, and then he did, and then he got out of jail and killed Kennedy. No, it was when I was in middle school or something like that. So Kennedy you know, died when 60s. you were in middle school. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. I am a, uh, uh, we're both older than you. William Devane shot Kennedy. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am going I to, uh, going uh, to kill, uh, Kennedy. kill Kennedy. <laughs> it was the Cubans. And this is what happens when you're talking about firewall. Mm. You end up talking about Eastern Washington cities. Well, they go to the. They, he gets to the place and he fights the guy, and then the movie. I ends. like the fight scene. I, like, I, like the I fight thought scene. it was fun. No, but I'm just saying. I'm not like. I'm saying that that's There's so the, much that's Harrison Ford doing his own stunts and getting slammed around. I like he's 64. I, my favorite. My favorite confused look in this is actually when he kills Paul Bettany with the, like the because he's the got pickaxe. this pickaxe. That's kind of weak. Kind of like whips it behind him and like gets him and he's like, oh shit. He kills. Oh oh oh, oh Don. He ki- oh, oh shit. bloody hell. Oh shit. Oh me oh my. Oh what a thing to happen. What a thing to happen. <laughs> Uh, he kills again. Paul Bettany with the pickaxe by accident, and then it's him like Kinda. him like shaking and looking worried and going like, "Oh, oh, did I get him? I oh, did it. I, I guess killed I did a man. it. I killed him." Oh. He kills three people in this. <laughs> he kills. He kills. He beats, Jamie Lannister. He beats Joey Lannister beats to Jamie, death. Jamie Lannister. Beats to death. Jamie Lannister to death with a blender. Yeah, he beats That's Jamie a Lannister. Thing that happens, and I'm going to post that online. J- Jamie Lannister. It's Joey Lannister. He jo- beats. Jeffy, he beats Joey Jeff, Lannister Lannister, with a blender. Jeffy Lannister. <laughs> Jeffy Lannister Tim, from Family Tim, Circus. Yeah, Jimmy Lannister. <laughs> little Jeffy Lannister. From There's, Family Circus. There is a scene he's in this movie. Little, he's got a little trail he's going behind him. Guy, he's like, it's in his little gold hand is in the fridge, and he's like, I didn't do it, or whatever. You know, he's like, his did little I, gold did hand. Did I do that? Remember at the end of that show, and his little gold hand is in the rubble, and you're like, this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I do I mean, remember that. I mean, not that this show sucks now, but like maybe this show always sucked a little. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> maybe point, it always sucked a lot. The point is, yeah. before we say that this movie's all bad, there is a scene where Harrison Ford beats Jamie Lannister into death with a blender. Yeah. And then he, and then when he's done, he goes, I turned him into a smoothie. <laughs> that does not happen, that but it would happen. be cool. Like, some quips would be nice. Yeah, there's not a ton of Harrison Ford quips. And I'm not, I'm not even a huge fan of his... Because uh, I think Air Force One, actually, is just a bad movie. It is quite. It's not even like... A, I enjoy it, but, but it's A lot, a lot of people like that. They go, like, it's fun. He's like, get off my plane and stuff, you know. But get off my of, firewall. I mean, I wish we could get Harrison Ford on Air Force One now. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Get those. He'd cr- probably kick, crash it though. He's not. Kick, he doesn't have a good record. Kick those good. <laughs> I I think isn't that is that not what we want? Well, I, I don't want Harrison Ford to die. He'll he's, he'll get off. Harrison he'll Ford. Get out, okay. I mean, if, Harrison, if that's how Harrison Ford goes out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Harrison Ford dies like a fucking hero. Yeah. yeah. Just takes the I'm whole bunch saying. of them out. Yeah. It, it could still happen. <laughs> get on it, Harry. <laughs> we don't need Indiana Jones 5, but we do need this. Yeah, because I think every other time that he crashes one of his planes or helicopters in Montana or whatever, he's either he's saving someone. So we got to make sure that it happens in a heroic He can pretend moment. it's an emergency landing on one of well, Trump's golf if, courses. I mean, if, yes. if, he crashes Trump's, if he crashes Air Force One... And nobody survives. That's a heroic act. I bet. I bet all he would honestly. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like you guys know who's on Air Force One, right? <laughs> I bet all. Not he would like have he's to not do, by himself. All uh, he would have to do because yeah. there's no rules anymore. All he would have to do is go like, Trump. I'm a big fan of yours. Can I fly your plane? And Trump would be like, Yeah. And then someone would be like, No, there's regulations that say you can't. Well, fuck those regulations. Have Harrison. If I want Harrison. Indiana Jones is gonna fly my plane. Does like, he have COVID? No. We're not checking. We're sure as hell not going to test. We're not checking him. or telling anyone. And then all Harrison Ford has to do is fly it into a volcano. They find anyway. They find Paul Bettany with his dog. Yeah, they, the dog has a GPS collar that they track. <laughs> Apparently, so well that they can even tell when the dog is slowing down. Yeah, the dog is slowing down. Well, well they don't. Then know it's right there. Yeah. Does the uh, do, does the uh, movie just end there? Yeah, Monsters Dead roll. Monsters Dead on roll one. credits for sure. Okay. 
Yeah, I didn't remember there being any other thing, but there like could, the house there, explodes. And I don't. Stuff. Know, it feels like there could have been five more things, and I would have. Oh, there, there them. is a scene before before he. <laughs> it really all the hell breaks loose. They save almost in, in everything good for the very last like ten minutes, but it's really funny. There's a good it, the fight between him and Paul Bettany at the end is. Pretty it's fun. great, yeah. but before that even happens, like Harrison Ford is driving his car towards the house, and someone like one of the goons is chasing a is chasing his daughter around, and so he like aims the car at the goon. Drives into the goon and then into a little shack that apparently contains a giant pile of nitroglycerin (laughs) because it just instantly fucking blows up. And this whole movie has been really boring and just people on the phone and Harrison Ford like calling IT and doing whatever. And now all of a sudden he's driving into a fucking shack that explodes and killing people with pickaxes. And you're like, whoa, maybe we could have spread this around a little (laughs) bit and had an actual movie. There's a part earlier where uh, Paul Bettany makes the kitty. Uh, makes it activate activates does, the kid's Paul nut Bentley allergy. Does make a kid have a nut allergy <laughs> so that he can like, so know. that he can go like do you there see no nuts in these cookies? Uh, do you see, I'm serious now. Uh, will you pay attention if you uh, activate your son's nut allergy? There are no nuts yes. in these cookies. You blimey, you can eat all these cookies you like. Would you like some tea with them? I have a few more cookies. Call them biscuits over there. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely true. Uh, there is the the, the uh, aside from the. Crazy shit that happens at the end. Uh, I did really like the part where Paul Bettany has a fake American accent uh, when he's <laughs> when he's he's meeting with Harrison Ford and Robert Forrester introduces him and he's like, "Hello, I think we could get into." And there's no reason for him to have an American accent. None at all. And, he, and it's so well. It, I mean, the only reason is so that in the very next scene when he gets in the car and goes, "Hello, I'm actually," British. and now I'm British. Like it's like you, oh, you, you like chip you, you know, like immediately, oh, this guy's the bad guy because he lied about. Being American, but otherwise, there's no, there's no reason in real life if this was happening. I knew happening, he was the no bad reason. guy because he was the imaginary <laughs> friend from a beautiful mind. Yeah, <laughs> I knew he's the bad guy because you know he's the other guy in the movie, right? <laughs> like Paul Bettany. Oh, right, he's the bad guy. Timmy, uh, Timmy Lannister was also a bad guy. <laughs> okay, so old there's tiny, only, la- tiny Lannister. Good old tiny Lannister. There's only two lines the in this one. that were particular that were of any interest at all. Um, I gotta get to that firewall. But when uh, when Harrison Ford, is the wall's on fire. The wall is on fire. <laughs> oh my God, the whole wall. It's on fire. Get off my wall. Get, get off, off my, my firewall. Fire um, but there's a part when he's taking it's the power back, uh-huh. and, and he's talking to Paul Bettany, and he's like taking the money out of his account and stuff. But he goes, "Change of plan, asshole." Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, and then there's a. You part- guys have a lot more like like uh, attraction to him just saying the most generic shit. Well, it's Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's just like I'm not that into they it. They made him say that line. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, I'm I am not I I'm 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 not really into it, but I think that it's it's the only. I mean, I mean, I, I guess had to, I had to watch the whole fucking movie, right. so I might as well try and enjoy something. They made him. They made him put his bong. <laughs> That's a fair down. point. That's a fair point. They made poor Harrison Ford put his bong down for, t- for one minute. He doesn't smoke and say weed once in this movie. I know. He should be taking huge righteous rips of like gravity bombs throughout that. this whole thing. Hold on a sec, honey. High as fuck. Sydney oh, Pollock's shit. over there in the corner. What are you doing? <laughs> puff puff, give man. <laughs> Don't bogart it, Pollock. <laughs> I'm straight suited. <laughs> I'm a real Chiba Hawk. I'm insane in the membrane. <laughs> Let's hotbox this firewall together. I'm deep I'm, in the valley of smoke. I'm insane in the membrane over here, Ally McBeal. Get in my plane. He's lighting up his bong with a firewall. Uh, somebody call, somebody he, call Chong. Do you think around the house Harrison Ford ever gets so stoned that he starts calling close to Flockhart Ally McBeal? 100%. I think that's all he Just, calls her. I think that's how uh, she like fell for him. He's like, uh, hey, uh, is that Ally McBeal in my house or am I just really stoned? He sings the single it's, female lawyer well, song he's like, from he's Futurama. She, and she starts, he's like, let me stop here before you say, it's both. Hey, I'm, well, <laughs> I'm awake, so I'm really seen stoned. <laughs> hey, are you seeing that dancing baby too? Or is that just me? He's 
hallucinating. <laughs> he's so fucking. No, he's big. not hallucinating. He's just fucking with her because he's, he's just, high. He's just making Ellie McBeal, uh, Ellie McBeal uh, references. Hey, is there a unisex bathroom in my mansion? <laughs> you want some of these hot pockets, Allie? As I, I think your skirt's a little short there, honey. Uh, I'm, sorry, these are, I'm, I'm sorry these are all season one references. I couldn't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, I only watched five episodes. Where's Vonda? What's her name on the piano? Get I her love over you. here. I love you, honey, but season five was trash. <laughs> <laughs> David E. Kelly can go fuck himself. <laughs> or whoever wrote that show. <laughs> it was David E. Kelly. It was David E. Kelly. All right, yeah. well, good, good for me. David E. Kelly can go fuck himself. I'm just kidding. He's in our guest house right now. <laughs> I don't know who he's fucking. <laughs> Anyway, I gotta go fly a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna crash it. Remember the time he saved those people on the top of that cliff? Yeah, sometimes helicopter? he saves people, and sometimes he just crashes. Sometimes he just crashes. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. My two favorite Harrison Ford things of the last decade are both clickhole. Is the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. the the uh, Harrison Ford? There's like they have this ongoing, or is it the Onion or clickhole? I think it's clickhole. Click where it's like Harrison Ford. It's like uh, what's what's the headline? It's like. Almost died. It's like it's always like Harrison Ford. Oh, it was a running gag. Yeah, it's like a running gag. If you look it up, it's him almost. It's always him almost dying, and it's always like he like exploding cigars. It's always a cartoon <laughs> thing, or like he got caught in the gears of like a of like a machine, like in modern times. It's like a running gag of Harrison Ford. Not like, getting killed. Lucky to be alive. I think is always <laughs> yeah. lucky to be alive, and it's always like Harrison Ford got turned into a cube at a car crushing place or something. But he's and it's like always like lucky to be alive, and I think that's a. <laughs> It's a good, but the the the, the best thing and maybe my favorite movie oh, of the 2010s fantastic. is the uh, the Her- all the times Harrison Ford says Harrison Ford from the Fugitive. <laughs> it isn't, it's just it's just Harrison Harrison Ford Ford, <laughs> and then the and then at the end it's Tommy Lee Jones and him in the car and Harry, I mean, Harrison Jones laughs and goes looks and goes Harrison Ford Harrison Ford <laughs> weird it's great uh, we everybody should, we should uh, post that everybody look that's it's it's like. The fu- it's the funniest thing I've watched it like 20 times. Fucking hysterical. Harrison Ford. Harrison, he bumps into a lady on the stairwell and he just turns around and goes, Harrison Ford. Harrison like Ford. Harrison Ford. Uh, there's just like one other part that I, that I did yeah. think was funny and it's after Chloe, he like broke into Chloe's apartment, he grabs her and gets her, her. gets her on her side. She helps save his family, his yeah. life, his job, all of everything, and the, and he's fired her earlier on. And then, like, right when she lets him out of the car so he can go kick everyone's ass, or they part ways before he, like, yeah. starts the action at the end, he goes, you got your job back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I got my job. Yeah, and maybe a, ra- maybe a partnership or a huge like health insurance. bonus. Yeah, maybe health insurance now. We'll think about it. <laughs> maybe health insurance. This I don't is, know. This is a bank. I have to check with HR. Uh, Democrats are I trying, am HR now. Democrats are trying to push through this goddamn ACA, so you know you may know nobody will have health care pretty soon. Goddamn maybe. socialist, you know, fucking socialism. Anyway, we'll see about that. At least you have a job, Classic Chloe. Seattle liberal. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, that's true. All right, ratings. One and a half. Okay. Duds. Yep. Yep. No Douglases. No. And. Uh, 10 out of 10 dog collars, GPS dog collars. Oh, GPS dog no, collars. I'm changing it. Oh. 10 out of 10 smashed Timmy Lannister heads. Oh, man. <laughs> Tim, Jamie Lannister's smoothies. Little oh. Joey Lannister didn't didn't make it out of this Not movie. my brain's all over the place. Not my brain's all over the blender. He hits him three times with that fucking it thing. It makes a nice satisfying champagne bottle thud whenever it hits his head. And there's no question he's dead, too. Mm-hmm. He's hitting him really Real hard. hard. He crushes his skull. Yeah. Oh, poor Jamie Lannister. Um... I'm gonna. Joey Lannister, we hardly knew. (laughs) I'm gonna give it. 
I'm, I'm being once again too generous. I'm going to give it four and a half. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to give it two, two Juds. Two Juds. Five, five Juds. You know what? Seven Six Juds. I'm going higher than we can even go. Ten bags of popcorn. <laughs> now, two two Juds. I just I did think that the action was cool at the end, and I was more maybe more amused by how shitty it was than you guys were yeah. as it went throughout. Um, I'm, again, being overly ge- uh, generous, <laughs> I am really drunk right now, so <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Um, are you seeing the dancing baby, or is that just me? I see it right over. You don't. Oh, you don't see. Oh no, I don't see it. No, I see it over there. Wait, uh, you're seeing. There's two dancing babies. Oh, oh no, shit, there's one behind me. <laughs> Matt, put your clothes back on. Oh no. Oh, it is just Matt with his clothes off. Sorry. Yeah. We call we call naked Matt the dancing baby. Uh, By request, get, I might add. By the way, he's <laughs> call not me da- the dancing baby. Not moving at all. Just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dancing right now. Look at dancing baby over there. None of this makes. But it's so beautiful. It's like a dance. Uh, I'm gonna give it zero. Dance of light. Douglas's. There's nary a Douglas to be found in this. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> nary a Douglas. <laughs> Damn it! You took the you took the smoothie Jamie Lannister one. I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten nitro shacks that get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck was in that wood pile? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going one and a half. I. I found myself not not in not not enjoying this but also just like not able to care one way or the other really. <laughs> it's so hard to it's like one of those it's like a movie made to not give a shit about. It's uh yes. which is which is classic what we're talking about here kind of is like this movie like here's a movie that was made and you're like you watch the whole thing and go, "Well, why?" I mean, besides that, people have that these people have jobs, and there's an industry. But otherwise, that's the that's otherwise, the only explanation. Like otherwise, oh, this is this is a why would, why would you make a movie like this? Yeah. Well, because we had a script, okay, and then uh, well, we had money, okay, and then we you know the movie we started making the movie, and then we finished it. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh yeah, well, I guess it, it makes sense on a logical, but it doesn't make sense why you would choose right. to do a movie like. And this. Harrison Ford does this, as we know, Harrison Ford does this for money. Mm-hmm. He, he, allegedly, he, he allegedly I mean, doesn't even expensive. He allegedly doesn't even understand the concept concept of doing a movie for less money because you're interested in the project. Yeah. yeah. Apparently like the, I think someone like asked him that in a, would you ever think about doing a movie for less because like you know you just were interested in the project it was a low budget thing he's like he just couldn't even rap his like what are you <laughs> no, talking man. about? I got to say What? I got to say I I do respect that a little. Yeah. Because I you do, know but at the same time you got plenty of money. I mean, Harrison at this Ford, at this maybe? point in Harrison Ford's career, because we also, talked about Frantic also, which is in a period of his career where maybe he wasn't taking less money, but he was like, "I'm going to work with interesting filmmakers." Maybe he just at this point feels like yeah. he already did that. I think at the point where we then when he made this, he'd made, he'd done like Air Force One and all that shit, and it was right. kind of like Harrison Ford is just doing this for the money, and good for him because if well, <laughs> like a carpenter, apparently. I hope he's getting paid a lot to be in Firewall because otherwise there's no reason for Firewall. Well, I'm pretty sure he did because the place where the cabin is like. Yeah. They, they, or the place in Vancouver where they filmed it, he like went to shoot it, and then he and Callista Flockhart was like, "Honey, buy me a house up here." So they did. There you oh, go. Wow. So good for him. Uh, and uh, so I'm giving zero, zero, uh, zero Douglases, of course, because there's no, nothing even remotely Zilch. sexual or sleazy in this. Yeah. And uh, ten out of ten, ten out of ten confused Ford faces. Mm. Yeah, baby. Because uh, this one, this one actually has more than frantic. He's doing his old man like, "Why did you do that?" Face a lot, and I love it. That was that was that's why it gets one and a half uh, Juds for me. Is literally just because the amount of times he. Looks confused by what's happening is is pretty fun, <laughs> <laughs> and the fight scene at the end is He's actually way pretty, too old for this. Shit. Is actually pretty and good. Paul which Bettany ends with is really confused. good, and Paul, Paul Bettany <laughs> is in it. He is in it. He probably got paid to do this. This was back in the day when Paul Bettany was just in movies. 
Yeah, this is before every movie he made, he was playing like an angel killer or whatever. He was like this, an, an assassin this angel. Around, this like would have been movies. around the same time as Da Vinci Code, which he's also just uh, in. Not the da, 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 da Vinci Code. Also the bad guy I don't guy know if Paul Bettany has bad agents or whatever, but I always liked Paul Bettany, yeah. particularly in Master and Commander, and he just really... And, did. I loved him in A Knight's Tale. I mean, in... in wow. On, on one I, reg- love, in I one, love that movie. In yeah. one hand, on one regard, though, that he actually, his agents are doing a good job because he's in a lot of movies that are very successful. He got a lot of work. I mean, the Da Vinci Code is a terrible movie, but like oh. it was a huge hit. But and it did, Paul but it did got all this shit that he did did ruin yeah. his career for a while because yeah. there's that story where he got the call to be like um, um, the character in the art in the Avengers movie. Vision. Oh yeah, the Vision. Vision. Yeah, he, like he got that call because he'd already, already he'd done already the voice. been Iron Man. Yeah, he'd done the voice of oh, Iron right, Man, right. and they were like, "Now you're going to be this character." And he had actually like this is an interview where it's pretty sad where he's like, had, "I was thinking of quitting. I was like so close to quitting <laughs> to get business, and they made, they called me and get, offered me this role, and I cried." I, I like him. I like him as Vision in those movies. You know, they yeah. got Jennifer Connelly to be the voice of the Spider-Man suit because yeah. they're, 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 they're a couple. They're an item. Oh, is that true? Yeah. 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 I think she's funny as the Spider-Man yeah, yeah. voice suit, too. <laughs> Karen. Uh, I, don't, I don't love everything Karen. about all those Marvel movies. I do, like, I do like Vision. I'm actually excited Activate for that show. Spider that, suit, show looks Karen. Fun. that show looks fun. It's, Matt and I have talked about that before. Like, uh, There's a scene in one of the Avengers movies, or Civil War, where like... No, uh, no, it's it's Age of Ultron, where they're... No, no, it's, 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 Civil, War? it's Civil War, where like uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision are like sort of like... Getting together, flirting a bit, and yeah. having a little date, and I was just like, I was like, you know what? I wish this was the whole movie, but there's no superhero shit. It's just them. It's like a Minion Moskowitz or yeah. something. He's and trying to make like, dinner for like, a lady go, he likes. They got on a date, and they're sort of awkward because he's a robot and she's a witch who's who's troubled by all the people she's accidentally murdered or on yeah. purpose murdered. And uh, you know, they have a they have a thing. The it'll, show it'll the be show, even weirder now because he's dead. The show looks kind of like the show at least looks pretty fun. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna do another two and a half hours <laughs> on Marvel movies right now. Oh boy. On the Mar uh, the MCU. I just wanted to say some nice things about Paul Bettany because he's because <laughs> I don't have anything nice to say about him in Firewall. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks. So that's that's uh, built Ford Tough. We did Built it, Ford guys. Tough. What are we doing next? We uh, next we're show. gonna do scary movies. We're gonna do right. some mystery movies that have ghosts in them. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we, we don't Halloween. usually do supernatural stuff. We did it once with Fallen. Yeah, kind of went off script for the Denzel episode, but we're gonna actually do some Halloween stuff. So we're doing uh, Ghost, which the original, which you might you you might be going, wait, isn't that a romance? And it is, except it's also like a thriller, a shitty mystery. It's movie. a mystery and thriller. There's a ghost, and there's a ghost in it. It's but, just uh, like DOA, but he's a ghost already, <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, not, and not nearly as good as DOA. Uh, and then we're gonna do uh, What Lies Beneath. Oh man, Harrison and Ford. Back Harrison again. Ford back again, yeah, already. And uh, Sam Raimi's The Gift. Mm, I haven't seen Keanu that in a long Reeves time. Keanu Reeves as an abusive husband. Yep. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. That should be fun. Some real fun Keanu Reeves impressions. So look up. forward to that. Fall, uh, sign up for our Patreon if we get to that. Do we it. Get, we're, I think, 11 or 12 yeah. away from getting to that Patreon and doing that fi- that epic five uh, De Palmas episode. I brought the book. Got it's the sitting book right, right here. here. Oh, I've my got the God. book. Uh, you can force uh, our snakes you can necessary force us. by Brian De Palma and Susan Lehman. You have the power. It only costs four fifty a month to force me to read a whole book. <laughs> and follow us on Twitter. Yeah. And Letterbox. All of do it. Follow us and like us and rate us and give our share it. Instagram. Share it around too, for sure. Like share our. Got episodes. a good. We got a good Patreon coming up next week. Oh yeah, we got a good. Yeah, we got a good Patreon coming up next week. So uh, yeah, all the stuff is good. Follow all of it and give us money. And, until, and tune in next time. Tune in next time. And until then, this is Spencer's Killing Us. Bye. Bye. Bye.
China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops sticking. Watching X Files with no lights on, with all our maisons. I hope the smoky man's in this one, like Harrison Ford. I'm getting frantic, like Sting and Pentrick, like Snake who's guaranteed to satisfy. Like Kurosawa, I make mad films. K, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. Gonna get a set of better clubs, gonna find the kind with tiny nubs, just so my arms aren't always flying off the backswing. Gonna get into my sailor moon, cause the cartoonist got the boom, and I made babes to make me think the wrong thing.